0: My name is Matt Brown. That is as good as it gets whether you like the decision or not that is when wrestling works just just pure entertainment and let's get into it let's start the show better place because you are here to join us my name is matt brown and i am the host of the productive conversations podcast it is wednesday april 5th 2023 a special day two episodes drop today not only are you tuned in to hear our reaction regarding this historic wrestlemania weekend wrestlemania 39 is in the books and my god there is a lot to talk about on the brink of what may have been one of the greatest WrestleManias of all time with a intense twist ending and then we see the WWE make a huge announcement where they are getting bought out by Endeavor and they are going to combine UFC and WWE into one major combat sport media and sports company this is intense So much is going on. And then on the brink of literally industry-defining booking decisions that changes the whole landscape of this business, this is a huge episode to turn into, and you do not want to miss it. Plus... Check out our reaction to the University of Connecticut, the UConn Huskies winning the national championship. They won that on Monday, and there's a lot to talk about and celebrate there. Tune into the episode on all podcasts and platforms and YouTube. But sticking to this, this huge WrestleMania reaction podcast and the reaction to WWE being sold, I just want to remind you to like and subscribe to the Productive Conversations podcast on all podcasts and platforms and YouTube. And don't forget to check out exclusive content regarding this show across all our social media platforms. We're on Instagram at Productive Conversations Podcast, Twitter at ProdcomboPod, we're on TikTok at Productive Conversations. Like I said, there is a lot of emotions going into this podcast. We bring our wrestling crew, AJ, The Man, and Ryan Page. Plus, we added Alex Young. We just had to hear his reaction as I was talking with him and bringing so much emotion into what happened. Seriously, this was quite an emotional WrestleMania. And, I mean, I don't remember when it got this emotional. And I had to invite Alex, and he is going to talk with us about... Seriously, one of the most mind-bending booking decisions of all time. And you know what I'm talking about. That main event. uh, Oh, my goodness. So, you know, we're going right into that once this show starts. And we have a lot to talk about there. And we don't want to take away. We literally saw some five-star matches. We saw probably one of the most intense all-out two nights of entertainment maybe ever. And... Yeah, I let's just get into it right away. AJ the man, Ryan Page, Alex Young, it's your guys' turn. Let's talk about this historic WrestleMania and let's we will talk about the underwhelming but still high stakes Raw after WrestleMania and then after all of that and mixed in between we will talk about Endeavor buying WWE and combining them with the UFC. So a huge show, so let's get into it. Here we go. This is a very productive conversation. I literally don't know how to sum up this past weekend. If you're a WWE and a wrestling fan coming off, what was literally on pace to be one of the greatest WrestleManias of all time with a legitimate twist ending to it. And All the things that unfolded there. A day later, it is announced that the talent agency Endeavor is buying the World Wrestling Entertainment Incorporated, WWE, and they will merge them with UFC to create an ultra-mega combat sport and entertainment company. And then you have the Raw after Mania that, quite frankly Also shocked us. So let's bring it all (laughs) together and let's talk about it right here, right now. The crew's here. Ryan Page, AJ, the man, and joining us for the first time talking wrestling is Alex Young. All right, let's just start it off the bat. The main event of WrestleMania: Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns for the WWE Universal Heavyweight Championship. A five-star match, end with. Roman Reigns retaining the title. Off the bat, what do we think about this booking decision, guys? Cody loses, Roman retains.
1: uh, I guess I'll go first. This is my first time on the wrestling side. Uh, I was genuinely shocked. I was with my buddy who's also a big wrestling fan. He was guaranteeing me that Cody was going to win. Going into that, I was just (gasps) nervous. I had a weird feeling. There just was a weird vibe. Um, Now we kind of know what that vibe was. We'll talk about that, especially now after Raw uh, Mania. We'll talk about what that vibe was. Um, I was shocked by it. I mean, I was pulling for Cody. I've been a fan of Cody. I think it was the perfect time to give him the belt. I think the match was fantastic. I thought after the solo part, I was like, oh, who's going to come out to save Cody now? And the fact that it ended that way, and Solo got the rub, the person to help Roman retain kind of rubbed me the wrong way. So I was disappointed. I understand why Roman won. It's definitely now he's going on cruise control to get the Thousand Days as a title. It's it, as, as holding the titles. It's what's going to happen. Um, but I think it's frustrating for a lot of us. We wanted a little bit of change on the same, but the Cody momentum was great. The fans were all backing Cody in that match, which I wasn't expecting. Um, and we didn't get the finish we want. Now everything was confusing. We'll talk about it. It's even way more confusing. We'll dive deep dive into that too. But I just generally kind of shocked and just disappointed with the finish.
2: So obviously I've been on this podcast several times since Cody returned. I didn't wear my shirt today. Uh, It's still covered (laughs) in my actual tears. Um, So starting as a fan, Because there's no way not to be. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm the saltiest little pretzel boy in the entire planet right now. (laughs) Cody Rhodes is my absolute favorite wrestler. He should have won. I stand by that as a Cody Rhodes fan. Um, And I think the momentum was there. He had Mm -hmm. all the momentum in the world. People wanted to see him win. However, (laughs) while I disagree with what I'm about to say, I think it's important to say it because I don't think anyone else will. Mm -hmm. If you're... Not a fan of Cody more broadly than the ending of WrestleMania, Night Two actually makes sense. For me, and for, I think eighty thousand people at the bare minimum, the story is simple. Cody Rhodes left WWE. While his father, by the way, Dusty, was actively employed at WWE. Mm-hmm. Uh, like he left the land of like, you know, easy street. He, had, he was an upper mid card guy based purely on his last name in WWE. And he left it behind. He left his – he lost his name. Less we mm-hmm. forget. He had to be just yep. Cody for most of that time. He left his actual name behind to try and go into the in, independent wrestling. Everyone said this is – A mid Carter with a famous dad who doesn't know what he's doing. He proved them wrong. Then he said, well, it's just any wrestling. No one cares. He does the big show in Chicago, sells out the arena all out. They say it's one show. What does that mean? He goes ahead and he starts all elite wrestling. Proves everybody wrong again and again and again. Then finally returns, (laughs) has a hot start, gets hurt. (laughs) recovers from a very gnarly injury after wrestling with that gnarly injury. Wins the Royal Rumble, goes to WrestleMania. The story is six years in the making. They had a six-year story, and they didn't even have to tell most of it. Cody did all of the heavy lifting for free for six whole years. And they had that, and they got rid of it. However, if your WWE and AEW doesn't count, what happened was Stardust returned last year, (laughs) won three matches got hurt came back to win the rumble and fought undisputed you know greatest on the roster for sure roman reigns that's if you're a wwe only Mm -hmm. fan if you're a casual fan or someone who doesn't really follow the ins and outs of cody's entire story maybe you even know AEW, but like just kind of a little if you're a casual fan that's technically the story (laughs) and so i saw i was listening to a podcast uh and um Bully Ray and Mark Henry mm-hmm. that they, they do. Busted Open. Yes, Busted Open Podcast, exactly. And I mean, the solo finish, that was, that was a, a classic Dusty finish. And there's a reason they're called Dusty finishes. And so he, Bully Ray said, how would Dusty Rhodes book the end of WrestleMania? And he's not wrong. That is exactly how Dusty Rhodes would have booked the end of WrestleMania. It gives Cody the adversity. He has to overcome it to get to Roman Reigns at a later date. And now he'll have built up this moment. moment. My thing is, and I believe this genuinely, is that we are not booking old school WCW anymore. Those fans knew Cody Rhodes. They knew his whole story. When Brody, um, yeah, Brody was in the front row when John Huber's son was in the front row, people mm-hmm. knew yeah. what that meant. That wasn't a surprise. Someone wasn't like, why is Luke Harper's son here? None of that surprised people. Everyone knows the full story. That's why That's why they were so happy when he came back. Yeah, And that's why they were so happy that he had this moment. Not because Dusty Rhodes, no, not because Stardust won the Royal Rumble, because they know the whole story. They know the six years that went into the story. So I think WWE messed this up. I don't think that means it will end badly. Yeah. At what, when it happened, the saltiest boy on the internet, yours truly, did think that this was the end of it forever. I thought, <laughs> Cody's done, put the face paint back on him, it's over. That's not true. Monday pretty much confirmed that's not true. Um, and I was stupid for thinking that that was true. But Just because they're going to end up scoring big at SummerSlam or next year's wherever, just because they're going to fix it at the end doesn't mean that it wasn't a massive waste. There was a huge story that they did not tell and they can never tell it again because Cody came back after six years of adversity, after leaving to prove that he was a Rhodes, whether he had the last name of his dad or not, and he didn't get that moment. He always lost that moment. There's nothing they can do to put that back in the bottle. And so to me... That was a sacrifice that was not worth making. I don't know who made it. I know. I think I know who Alex thinks made that decision. I don't know if I actually agree with that, but whoever made that decision, maybe they're looking at some marketing research that I haven't seen, but I think they were (laughs) 1000% wrong Mm -hmm. because the better story was the real story. The true to life story, not the manufactured thing they're going to do now. Not the thing to get Roman to a thousand. I was telling Matt before the podcast. All right. The Roman is in fifth place right now in terms of longest single reign. Yeah. You know who he's going to surpass in a thousand days? Not even, by the way, but if he can go a little bit past a thousand days, Pedro Morales. Yeah. Show of hands, someone named me a Pedro Morales match that wasn't with Bruno San Martino. You cannot do it. Nobody <laughs> remembers. And that maybe that's a shame. And maybe that's mm-hmm. something that we should talk about another time. He's not going to beat Bruno. Bruno had it for over 2,800 days. Bob Backlund, his was almost 1,500 days. Hulk Hogan had it for almost 1,500 days. We will never get to 1,500 days. Roman will never surpass those three people. He's The best he can do is fourth place. There is no reason for a 1,000 days. It is creating an artificial story that I'm sure will play fine, but it will not be as good as the real story that they left on the table on
3: the second night of, of WrestleMania. Great. Honestly, when I, when I saw the ending of that match, the first person I thought of was you, Ryan. I, just wa- <laughs> I wanted to know what was going through your mind, even as just a fan. Um, Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think it was looking back at it, I think we're going to see in the future, maybe this was a bad decision. Because... Everything was built up for uh, Cody to win. I, I felt yeah. even when I was watching yeah. sitting there as a fan, my little brother, he's like maybe like eleven years old. He's watching it as a fan and he's a fan of Roman. He was getting emotional seeing the build up. Cody's yeah. getting three of his finishes in, and then solo Sokoa just does what he does <laughs> and uh costs the match. But um my problem is with that is who's gonna beat him now? You know, I know they have this very, very long story, but it better like it better mean something better than this cuz i was really really uh invested in cody and especially after uh, last night i might be on the same side as alex on uh, who i think is thinking behind all this
2: <laughs> oh man. i will also say just really quickly about the solo thing
3: mm-hmm.
2: it'd be one thing if this was cuz if this was the first time that we saw the solo bit then maybe
4: <laughs>
2: we see this every Single match. And I'm not, and I'm going to sit here and say, there's even a better way to do this finish. Yeah. Because sure. right now, they're running a story where Roman Reigns is mad at the Usos for losing their titles. <laughs> if the Usos had been the ones to take out Cody, not solo, throw solo out, maybe he comes back, maybe Sammy and Kevin beat up solo. I don't know what you do. If Solo doesn't do the same thing he does in every single Roman Reigns main event match, if you had just done a 1D from the Usos and that was what led to the pin, then now there's tension. Now I can say Roman is mad at his cousins, the Usos, for losing the tag belts. But the Usos have a pretty good point that it was the 1D that took out Cody. wasn't the spear. wasn't the Superman punch. That's an interesting story now because now they're on the outs and they both have a compelling case. But right now, the Usos lost their titles. They look like idiots because when they came out to help, they got run off by Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn again. Basically, Solo looks strong. Roman, the dominant champion, I've watched Kevin Owens pin him clean without with while the referee was knocked out. I've watched Drew McIntyre pin him clean while the referee was knocked out. I've watched Edge tap him out or Daniel Bryan. I don't remember. Daniel Bryan's shot made him. Yeah. yeah, it was one of those. It was during that like triple threat era. Uh, I've watched, watched him tap out. Um, I've watched Brock Lesnar beat him while the ref was down. I've watched so many people beat, to be honest with you, those people. You, you saw God closer. beat God beat him. Yeah, God with the, yeah, God the, with the assist, team. right? Uh I mean Seth Rollins did beat him. It was by the de- <laughs> qualification, but he did win. I'm like, I've actually seen people do better than Cody. Yeah. Technically, Cody hit the move twice. It definitely looked like it was over, but then he got, you know. They got the thumbs up from Solo, and that was the end. Like, they didn't even tell this story the best way they could. No. <laughs> and that's what bothers me. It's, he's this dominant champion, but only because Solo's around, or yeah. J-, J before Solo. Um, <laughs> and so it's all artificial in that in that respect. And I get it's all artificial. It's wrestling. But, I mean, it all looks artificial. It looks like they're padding days on for no reason. Yeah. So, like, he's a dominant champion, but doesn't win on his own. And also, when he does one on his own, it's because of the same thing. Ref bump, Solo Sokoa sure, yeah. win the match. It, yeah. it, it'd be one thing if it was even just slightly different. It is always ref bump, Solo Sokoa. Since Drew McIntyre, it's been Solo Sokoa. Uh, Roman yeah. wins the match. That yeah. has been the entire. That has been their entire thing since Clash at the Castle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Solo debuted, which was a sick debut, by the way. So, I just think that. Because, again, when it happened, it was interesting. I was like, oh, my God, Solo's out. Like, oh, this is great. I had no problems with Drew Haddon beat that Solo shows up. But then Solo kept showing up. I know he's there. He's been on my TV screens for how long? To me, they didn't even tell the story they're trying to tell the best way on WrestleMania. But we'll get into Raw, where I think they actually did (laughs) – they did better than i gave them credit for in the moment but we'll get into to that
1: uh, but, yeah i was gonna say Ryan off off that point though too like I, I, that was what i was thinking about was having the usos more involved because they haven't proved themselves right like they just lost the tag titles you have them come in and do what they do even if you don't even have sammy and ko show up you have the usos show up maybe they run off a little bit later but it allows for the story to be a little bit more because if roman's still mad come monday they're like wait what the hell i just helped you win the, the titles and you're still shunning me out. Like, I feel like you could have more of a natural thing. And I, that's why I say I totally agree with you. Like, I was like, what if you did, like, the reverse? Like, Solo does this thing, gets ejected. Okay. You know, Cody's still in it. Uso show up. KO Sammy runs out. And maybe Uso show back up again. They, you know, beat KO Sammy. They show back up again. at like, not what anyone's expecting. It Take them take Cody out again. And then you have a Monday. Like, we have you twice. And you still you still kicking right, exactly. us out like that's why i was so confused by the same typical like solo there in the exactly. finish I'm like come on let's let's switch yeah. it up and you could still have a cool story out that next day because it would have made a 10 times more sense of like it was being more confused than them being like oh yeah i have to go to the jet now it would have been like mm-hmm. dude i just helped you we lost but we still helped you like we're still part of this so it was just that was confusing me too. <laughs> it's, it's like
2: they want to tell the breakup story yeah. but they also want to hit this artificial nonsense 1,000 day thing that makes yeah, no difference. Exactly. And so yeah, they're just telling both yeah. like Roman's a dominant 1,000 day champion, but also the the bloodline's breaking up oh, yeah. <laughs> and that's would be okay. If the bloodline wasn't the only reason he ever won any matches, Yeah. uh, since he'd unified the titles, especially because <laughs> I, yeah. I watched a lot of them back today and, before he unified the titles, he actually did win several times on his own. He beat yeah. uh, Goldberg just clean. He choked him out. Uh, you know what I mean? Like he did had a couple of very signature wins when he was just Universal Champion. But since he's unified, and again, since he went part time, it's been yeah. just here's the here's the bloodline doing their deal. Um, yeah. And to me, it was lazy. Again, it was the wrong. It w- it was wrong. Put that to the side. side. They decided to be wrong. Decided to make me salty as a fan. Fine. They still did what they did the worst way that they could have done it. Exactly. And that's what made me mad was like, not only was it not what I expected and I wanted what I expected, of course, yeah. but also what I got was dumb. Exactly. <laughs> if it was yeah. good, I'd be like, oh, that's not what I expected. But that was really cool. Yeah. OK, that's different. You know, I could be bummed for Cody. I could be upset for Cody, but still be like, that was cool. I, that wasn't cool. I've seen that a thousand times. I watched Sammy do it. It was the same exact match they had at Montreal. There was almost no differences. Several mm. Huluva kicks in a row <laughs> interfered. <Yeah. laughs> I mean, it's exactly the same. Like, it just, to me, it doesn't make
0: any sense. You know, one thing that um, I really, like, invested, I wanted Cody to win, too, and I really thought it, it was bound for this, you know, Apparently, you get these reports that Roman's gonna leave, like take an extended leave. Okay, it makes sense to drop the belts, and the, uh, that's obviously no one knows what's gonna happen with them or whatever. And then, like looking at this, the writing side of this on the, that Friday night that Cody insults Solo, says you're not ready, and then we see, especially that last five minutes. There's a TikTok saved of me just rewatching that sequence because. It legitimately was as entertaining as it goes. I even sent it to people who, who don't even respect Rusty. It's like, wow, that's actually really cool. Like, yeah, that, yeah. those, though, the, the breaking up those finishing moves, like the crowd was at an all time peak. I was like, wow, this really is going to work. And then it just doesn't. The one guy he, <laughs> the one guy that Cody makes fun of, the, Episode two nights before, he is the ultimate factor in him losing. And see, and like and a, a really good Michael Cole call, not like this, said just right. And then even the refs one, two, three was as dramatic as it goes. It wasn't a normal one.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, slow, slow. Yeah. Well, knocked two, out too, right? So yeah.
0: three. I mean, it as I, I joke with Ryan. This is Ryan told me throughout the weekend that he thought this was gonna be the result. And I said, "Well, if this is going to be a Hollywood ending, this would be more like a '70s Hollywood ending, where if you watch '70s movies, the hero usually loses." Spoiler, like the French Connection or something, like the, literally the the bad guy wins, and that's what happened here. As
2: soon it's, as I saw the Cody's wings, I, I mean, I yeah, you about mentioned this. that. I saw the wings on his back. I said, "Cody lost." Melissa was like, "What?" I'm like, "What lost. does
0: that represent?" I don't "I, I literally stories, don't know."
2: The, the story of Icarus. The wax wings flew too close to the sun. They melt oh, and he dies. Oh, it's I a missed Greek, that. It's a Greek myth. I saw no, wait, it. I said, see, that, I, that's I, cool. I, I messaged a bunch of people like, those are Icarus wings. And they're like, what? I'm like, yeah, he's about to get real close and he's about to fail. Okay, but, that's cool then. But only if it made sense. And I know <laughs> I know, you really like the whole he made fun of Sokolo uh, Solo. Yeah. And, but he beat Solo. He said, Solo, that's, son, that's you're not ready. Too. Solo said, all right, I'll prove to you I'm ready. He said, all right, let's do it. Solo lost. If you're going to have Solo be the factor, then Solo shouldn't have touched gloves with Cody. Then you'd be like, okay, Solo's the X factor. And then, by the way, that would mean it's Cody versus Solo going into the next few months. He's like, you know what? Maybe I misjudged this kid, so I'm going to have to take him out first if I want another shot at Roman. That story is more interesting than the one we got. Instead, Mm. we got a guy who Cody already beat. (laughs) Showing even, up and even, interfering. It made him look more like a scrub than a badass because he already lost to Cody. Cody said, you're not that, ready. Yeah. And then he showed him receipts.
3: <laughs> yeah,
2: this yeah. So the receipts were there. So this doesn't make Solo more ready. It was just a sneak attack from behind. It yeah. would have been, had they not touched gloves, Solo could have been disrespected by what Cody said. And he got involved. You know what I mean? Like there was a way to even tell that part of the story with the Solo interference. That was more interesting. But they couldn't tell that because... They were building for Cody to win. <laughs>
4: yeah. He beat Solo because
2: yeah. he was supposed to win. I'm not supposed to. Obviously, he wasn't supposed to. But they were telling the story of Cody's gonna win. So of course, he beat Solo. Why save Solo when
3: Cody's gonna win? And with now all that, see. and with, with all that, even if like they go with that story, do you think they have like enough build to make it feel good enough, even when he wins the championship farther down the line? Like, you know uh, what I mean? Like, I, I think it felt okay. so right tonight at WrestleMania. Yeah, but,
1: but I, I, I would. I would feel great at WrestleMania. I, I'm part of the... We talked about it earlier, but I sent all of you guys with Dave Greco's rant. If you guys did not yeah, see I that, did. go see that. That like that rant is what's how I was feeling. Is what, that, better moment. what better moment than the freaking main event of WrestleMania? And Cody is going to always chase that. The fans are always going to chase that moment, and they drop the ball, and we're not going to get that moment. It's going to be awesome when he does it, and the fans are going to go absolutely batshit when he does it, but that it won't feel the same level of WrestleMania. Like, maybe even unless it's WrestleMania, and I don't even think they're going to extend the story that far. I don't think it'll be at WrestleMania 40 in Like, if they do, also, he gets his WrestleMania moment by doing that. But I still feel like the momentum in Hollywood that night, fans going absolutely ridiculous, I don't think they'll get that moment. And they'll always try to chase that moment. And they had it right in the palm of their hands, and they dropped the ball. Exactly. Because it was a real story. Exactly. Uh, yeah. like I said, yeah, because thing. it was real. Yeah. it was it was yeah. real.
2: Less and now it was now real. it's a, yeah, and now it's a manufactured chase. Now it's even, a if, to, even if they go even if go to forty, even if yeah. they were like you yeah. know what, Roman, we're gonna get you to Hulk Hogan. We're gonna yeah. get you to forty two, whatever. It yeah. <laughs> doesn't matter it's how not long be they yeah. wait. It's the story was right. the prodigal son. And I understand in the Bible that the prodigal son is returned, but not. But it's still the prodigal son. He came back. He proved himself. So it's not really the prodigal son. It's actually the opposite. He proved himself. This was a real story they had. They didn't have to work for it. It was handed to them on a plate. He even hurt himself quite severely, which only helped that very real story. Yeah. And that's why they'll never catch it because there's nothing they can write that will be as good as reality. Reality was on their side at WrestleMania at 39. It will never be on their side again. They can go no. to 40, 42, 48, 58. Doesn't matter what WrestleMania they do. it And he could dethrone Roman after a 15-year reign. It will not matter because it was all made up. This was real. 39 was, I mean, real. I get it's wrestling. I get it's wrestling. This was real. This was a real story. That it sense a realness to it, you know? Correct. Yeah. Because yeah. of the real-life happenings of this particular person it had reality etched into it in a way that they'll never be able to write.
0: Yeah. Never yeah. again. No. Yeah, it, wrote it, it wrote itself. And yeah. Yeah. now this will coincide with this segment because, you know, the Raw after WrestleMania, but I have to ask the question, who made this booking? Who decided for Cody to lose? <laughs> the big D-man.
1: i am I, on the... I'm on the they had their idea, and then d the Man showed up and yeah. etched, et, 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 etched his way into the the, go, the side of flipping the script, which is what, which is why I said now we know we'll talk a little bit with the raw media what was happening. I feel like he had a heavy influence on this. I feel like they might have been set to have Cody to win, and then it got drastically changed potentially because we've seen this so many times and time again with Vince that now that he's etching his way in. I'm not in the weeds, but now he's back in the weeds. <laughs> he controls so much influence, and, like, I, they might have had a Roman win. I don't really know, but it just feels like such a Vince thing to do where they're like, okay, maybe we'll, like, have Cody win, and, you know, and the Vince is like, nah, thousand days as champion. So he can get it down the line. Everything will be fine. And they're like, oh, shit, okay. Like, it's just so confusing to me. Everything about this has been confusing, which is why I was looking back at him. Like, I could see the the Vince influence in this decision-making. I could. I'm not 100%, but I could easily see that it was a, a split-second kind of decision there. Triple H, in my opinion, booked both nights of
2: WrestleMania.
1: Mm. Mm. A
2: card that included
3: Gunther, Sheamus, Drew. That great match. Yeah, that, that's probably my favorite match of the night. I think that was my favorite Concluded match
2: of the night, too. Bianca and Asuka in a great match. A card that included Shane McMahon at all, <laughs> no, <laughs>
0: sure.
2: was not booked by Vince McMahon. I find it hard to believe that Vince showed up and said, do everything you want.
0: However, <laughs> not the end. You will listen to me.
1: But it's now, so confusing. It's so confusing. <laughs> I, I, I think different. it's Triple I, I know it's H, but I can I, see Vince. I, the
2: next I, day, listen
1: day to me. based on reports. Yeah. But we'll
2: talk about Raw. Yeah. But, I don't see how Vince would be able to exert his authority over a singular match. Unless there was some sort of deal with like, unless somehow this had to play in with the deal, but that would be nonsensical to say the least.
1: It would be, but if this had man, anything to do with the endeavor deal, that
2: that would be silly, but that would be the only way that Vince could show up and be like, Hey, listen, I did this negotiating thing, but they want Roman like, and I, that would be so silly. They're making a $21 billion company, but they need Roman Reigns to be champion for a yeah. thousand days. Yeah. That would That's nonsensical. So I'm not even entertaining that as a reality, like a possible reality. But it's also for the sure. only way that Vince could have changed just the main event. Yeah. So I'm saying Triple H locked it in. He came out. He defended it on the press conference. He came out and defended it. Sort of. On Raw, he introduced Roman. I think Triple H wanted all of us to know that no matter what we're about to see tonight on Raw, last night was me. So... The best WrestleMania that you may have seen. I don't think that's true, but some people, some people said it was on par to be the best WrestleMania.
1: It was, to me, to me, uh, it definitely was on par. It really. Uh, was. Again, I don't know about best, but it was very really yeah. good. No, yeah, like, yeah, this yeah. was
2: my, and I think you want everyone to know, like. This was my WrestleMania. Yeah. I did this WrestleMania. Yeah. We're not taking it away from me because Vince McMahon is about to do, uh, <laughs> you know, whatever for the next however many months until he decides to leave again or whatever. Another no uh, scandal so, pops up. Yeah, exactly. So I think Triple H wanted all of us to know. That love it or hate it, he he booked a WrestleMania and it was that one. So you can. I mean, it was a good one. It was a great Phenomenal. one. It was a
1: great one.
3: Phenomenal.
1: Just yeah. the ending. Just the ending through the the momentum. Yeah,
3: all. just the ending. That's what it is. It's just yeah, you know, that little day crash one great,
1: day two yeah. until the end. Same in the ending. Samey and Kevin minute.
3: Owens. That match was amazing. Yeah. I thought oh, that yeah, was awesome. Awesome. I thought that was a great yeah. match on night one.
0: Yeah. Like like you right. said, the last minute, really.
2: Last minute. The Cody yeah.
0: Roman last match minute. was awesome. Yeah. Until the last Sorry, minute. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. I don't want to
1: say this. It was t- until the
0: finish. Until
3: the finish. Because yeah. exactly. Super that, that, that Superman punch he hit on Cody, that mm-hmm. was that yeah. was legit. I thought that was awesome.
1: Yeah. The whole match was awesome. Yeah. It was so fun. The
3: whole week was on fun. I thought it was awesome when, uh, when Roman, before the whole match started, he went like this, and the crowd got a little bit quiet and quiet. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, they're <laughs> actually listening to them? That's pretty
3: cool. Yeah, he's got a choke yeah. holding that
0: guy. Yeah, yeah. He really, he really... You know, one of the things also, I wonder if you guys agreed with what Billy Ray said on that pod about how they are extending it, and it took Roman four times to beat Brock, but he's, you know, on this immortal level. Does that even... Why would you do that again with Cody, though? Or does it match that vibe at the same time? It, it didn't to Like, Roman. like, like the... "Quote unquote," you know, manufactured a a you did a real life you know comeback story now a made up one that the next year if you're going to put him through all this hell this John Cena 2012 to 2013 run which is now unmemorable really eh, things, I think I, it, I, I think it turns the crowd away a little bit
1: yeah yeah, yeah I think after a little while I will to be like all right come on like that's what I'm saying like I'm nervous. And that's why I was nervous after Raw, where I'm like, where's this going to lead to Cody? Because he can only chase. And he's great at the chase. If you're a Cody fan, you know, he is fantastic as a chase the moment wrestler. He always will be. But that's the thing. Eventually, not us diehard fans, but the casual fans are going to be like, he keeps on failing. Why am I rooting for this guy? Why am I going to keep on doing this? Like That's what I'm saying. It's like, I just don't feel like you can carry the momentum for so long. Which is why I felt like, if you want a media, it's like you have everything in your hands here you have all the control what you want to do and now going forward it's like all right how long can they carry the momentum of cody chasing until he can finally get to roman and, and to keep everyone invested like we're all best in the bloodline story right like we all love it we tune in like i'm not a big WWE guy anymore i tune in for bloodline i will tune in i will tune in for cody but you have to keep me invested in cody and that's what i'm saying it's going to be interesting going forward so I have, because I'm hearing this, like, we love The Bloodline.
2: And I, I mean, yeah, bloodline Bloodline's one of the best stories they've ever told. Yeah. But they, they genuinely think, and I know I'm just a nobody on a podcast, right? But genuinely think, you watch wrestling, you love The Bloodline. <laughs> what are your favorite parts of The Bloodline? Your favorite parts of The Bloodline, I'll answer for you, because I have the microphone. You liked <laughs> the dissension between Jay and Sammy. You liked the dissension between Roman and the Usos. You liked... All of the bits where somebody was mad at somebody else. There's never been a point in time where like everyone in the bloodline is hunky-dory and that's what we like. There has always been an odd man out in the bloodline. It is what has made the bloodline interesting that Roman Reigns has got this vice grip on these people (laughs) – and none of them really like him right before WrestleMania. Jay Uso cut that promo in the mm-hmm. back with the whole bloodline. He's like, I'll never forgive the, him for what he did for my family. Everyone looked at Roman except for Jay and Roman looked at Jay and Jay looked down the camera. That's because everyone in the room thought he was talking about Roman because everyone in the room agrees that Roman is the problem. They're just too scared to say. Yeah. Anything. And then Jay goes, I'll never forgive Sami Zayn." and Roman breathes a sigh of relief. Paul Heyman, like, Actually breathed a sigh of relief because he's very he overacts. That's his thing. Like that's why we love him. He very expressive. The, t- that's the interesting bit of the, the bloodline. And that's why they have you know Jay and Jimmy going yeah. back to the plane. That's why they did that scene. So the idea that the bloodline needs to be this dominant faction that always wins, they're literally almost better off not. Yeah. The crumbling, the dissension—that's the selling Which point of the bloodline, yeah. it's mm. always been the selling point of the bloodline. Yeah. Before it was the formation. That's true. You know, when he brought Jay in, that was interesting. When he brought Jimmy in by—you know—when Jay brought Jimmy in by virtue of their matches, that was interesting. When Solo came in, like adding people, and Sammy came in, that's cool. Like, but it's either you're adding people or you're teasing dissension. Those are the only interesting bits of the bloodline, and you don't need the title to do either of those two things. So. <laughs> I don't get the whole, like, the bloodline is the selling point. we got to keep the bloodline strong. You keep the bloodline plenty
1: important by breaking it up. Yeah. I was saying that with the bloodline going forward, now it's going to be fun, right? Because the dissension is official right. Yeah, that's what makes off. it interesting, is yeah. the
2: Usos are on the outs. That's yeah. why we care. Yeah, exactly. Not because Roman is champ.
1: No, that doesn't matter. No.
2: No, no. I mean, it matters in that it's, you know, a thousand days or whatever for no. them. But for fans, it's no. the Usos versus Roman. That's yeah. what's interesting. Exactly. Great.
0: You know, this way this all cultivated and continues this story. The Raw After Mania takes place, (sighs) and um, again, on the Brit, the merger was announced earlier that day. Then we had the Raw After Mania, and we see you know the Bloodline come out. Triple H says, We're not going anywhere. Triple H, you know, gives his respects to the Bloodline. Then Cody comes out, no rematch. Then a true surprise, baby face Brock Lesnar comes out. And it's funny, AJ, you literally said, I love baby face Brock Lesnar. You, you gotta love him. Who
1: doesn't love baby face Brock Lesnar? Seriously, Cowboy Brock. Exactly. Cowboy Brock's fantastic.
0: I love Cowboy Brock too. Ten Cowboy minutes, Brock is top 10. <laughs> just he's like a cool dude. Yeah. And so the match comes, we see, OK, this is only going to be like a five minute match, but this should be fun. <laughs> and then they make the announcement and then um, ring announcer, I can't think of her name. She does an amazing job. Um, then we see we put so much effort
1: into that, too. I felt so bad after the results, they <laughs> said, but yeah,
0: yeah, right. <laughs> And then at the main event of the Raw After Mania, and the Raw After Mania was extremely underwhelming, uh, we see Brock Lesnar F5, Cody, literally beats the heck out of him, and then he and then he leaves, comes back to beat him up some more. Then he flips off the fans and the camera, and then Raw ends. So now with this new layer into the story, I mean, what's going on, guys, with Brock Lesnar? Already turning on Cody like this. I mean, what what are we expecting this now? And with the news about Vince coming back and um the merger, like was this literal symbolism of Brock flip off everybody? It's me. That's what I got to really thinking about. It. Like literally, he has Brock Lesnar, someone he booked to the moon, and then he literally flips off on TV fourteen TV. No TVPG TV, he flips us all off.
1: Uh, I, I don't even know where to begin with this. I, I was so confused in a moment, which is genuinely what you perfect, want as a, as, as a viewer. But this all would have made perfect sense if Cody had the goddamn belt. That's the thing that confuses me the most about all that. Yeah. Is that his path? Would have been made sense to go after Cody because he can't fight Roman because of previous match things. So why attack Cody? You still can't get to Roman. It made no. I'm like, this just seems like, oh yeah, okay. Like Cody had the belt, Bronco out there, act like you're a buddy buddy with him, screw him over because you know you want the belt. It's your, you want it again, and that's the reason why that whole moment. I'm like sitting. I'm like, he can't fight. Roman, who's a champion, so you're going to have this side story with Brock, and I guess Roman will be like, oh, if you beat Brock like I have in the past, you can fight me again. Like, that's the thing that that confused me in that whole moment, that whole show. just seemed like a whole ball of confusion. And then you hear the reports, obviously, Vince is back in the weeds. God, I hate every second of that. Um, But, yeah, that in that moment i was just so confused and agitated and even more frustrated because i'm like what are you doing with cody now like this is just a weird thing with cody like because none of what brock does makes sense now we're gonna have the whole week to figure out what his game plan was and i guess that's a way to get people to tune in next week but it was just a very confusing moment for me because like i said we all knew and you could tell roman was scared like oh yeah, brock, right? brock can't like how did we do we know this paul did you just have to did you know he was coming he, he's not supposed to be able to fight me like what are <laughs> here and i'm like oh okay like cool this is awesome like roman's on the ropes you have this cool match and then whatever <laughs> right whatever happens happens but it didn't happen then it, you just like i said stuck in confusion because you just sit there and you're like like i said to start this off this would have made absolutely perfect sense if cody had the belt around his waist it wasn't, and it's was just very, yeah, just a very bizarre moment for, for me while I was say that I, I was frustrated. I went to stream after on my Twitch channel playing over the show. I was so mad after. I was streaming and watching the show. I was so mad. I was dead silent for like 15 minutes straight on my stream, which yeah. I never am, but I just yeah. was, because I was just like, what what is this? What is this decision making?
3: Yeah. Um. I mean, for me, what I got to say about that is just, I don't know. Like, what? What? what is that decision? Hmm. I feel like you're taking Cody farther and farther away from the championship, which I felt like two nights ago, I felt like he could have been on top of the world. And now I'm <laughs> like, well, what is does he got to do to prove himself to go after Roman? I don't get that. <laughs> I really don't get that. At first, when I saw that happen, I was like, maybe it's a Paul Heyman thing because maybe they're on the yeah. ends with each other. But even that as a story itself, I think would be the dumbest thing in the world. We uh, saw it already yeah but you he never know a double agent yeah yeah exactly but you never know events because you know now apparently he's in on it and i don't think i saw uh, a couple of videos popping around on twitter of uh seth rollins he was getting information about he was going to change his yeah this, this whole segment. yeah this whole segment bailey, so.
1: was, bailey was supposed to be with damage control last night that didn't happen Although I think she might be, that might, might be Bailey. that might be a Bailey call. Yeah, I don't know if we can she, right. she yeah she had a she had a tweet, but supposedly the original plan was for her to be there, and then that tweet came out about something. So now a lot of people are questioning. They're asking the report. My buddy just sent me that it's unfortunate, but there's reports that like with events coming back, they're expecting a lot of office cuts mm-hmm. and <laughs> the wrestlers that were hired slash brought back on the Triple H, and I'm no. really worried. And there have been rumors That's of people asking for the release. So, this is all just within the last few hours. Raw, off the mania, mm-hmm. hearing news, bitches back. You're hearing office cuts already. And the people that Triple H brought back already potentially out for the release or are thinking they're about to get released, which is crazy. That's Yeah, wow.
3: yeah exactly. So, it's like at, at this point, what are you doing? You know, I just want to know where are we going with this because you had it set perfectly at WrestleMania. And if you don't now, then this better be good. You know, this yeah. better be good. So,
2: Salty Ryan's in the corner. I'm not going to let him speak on this.
0: <laughs> uh,
2: at this point, I think we know the story. is Roman Reigns, our dominant champion, is going to make it at least 1,000 days. Hmm. Uh, 1,000 days is in June, which would be, I guess, what? Money in the bank? Uh, uh, you I'll confirm left.
0: that. Um, yeah. um, but you keep speaking.
2: And if not, either way, come SummerSlam, he'll have surpassed a 1,000 days, no matter what. Uh, yeah. So he will have reached a 1,000 days. He may have even beat the Pedro Morales record by SummerSlam. That is entirely possible, depending on when in June. Um,
1: July 1st will be Money in the Bank, by the way. Sorry, right?
2: Yep. Okay. So uh, depending on when he uh, – depending on what number he's at, come Money in the Bank, he may even actually have moved up a place come survive uh, SummerSlam. So – if they're doing Cody again, and I think they are, I don't believe anyone else is taking the title off of Roman. I think that the story is Cody failed once, he won't fail again. Hmm. But in order for that story to be told effectively, Cody has to stop talking to Roman Reigns. I, and I do agree with that. If the story is Cody failed the first time at WrestleMania, but come SummerSlam, He's going to get that big moment on the second largest stage that re- wrestling has. And it's going to be you know epic. And he'll be over uh, the guy, Roman will have it over a thousand days. The whole nine yards. Then he does Cody does need to do something else that's not Roman until we get much, much closer to SummerSlam in August. Um so Brock actually, in that regard, makes a ton of sense. It's a main event caliber act. No one's going to confuse Brock Lesnar for a uh, United States champion. You know what I mean? Like, he, This could have been Austin Theory versus yeah. Cody Rhodes. That would have been. <laughs> so, <laughs> and not, not with disrespect to Austin Theory, I actually don't dislike him, but it's just not the same as Brock Lesnar. Uh, so, in that respect, I like it. What I don't like is that on a show that really didn't give us a lot of interesting angles anyway, Mm -hmm. I feel like they should have explained this a bit better. Maybe Paul Heyman did call Brock, but not in like the work with the bloodline way. Maybe there was a deal. You know what? We could find this out on SmackDown, by the way. Uh, They could say this on SmackDown. Maybe Paul said, listen, you take care of the Cody problem. Like a hitman. You take care of the Cody problem. (laughs) We'll drop the no title stipulation and you can get a match with Roman Reigns at SummerSlam. Maybe that's what was promised to Brock Lesnar. So Brock's like, this is an easy decision. I'm going to wreck this nerd. I'm going to wreck Roman Reigns. I'm going to take my titles. Roman that would make sense Brock again. I mean, God, I don't, believe he'll, do, yeah, I don't believe he'll do that. I don't even think Man. Vince will do that, but like, that's a story that would make sense. Obviously we didn't hear that. So I'm left more confused than anything. Mm-hmm. If they go in a direction that makes sense, why Brock would attack Cody, it doesn't have to be that one. There could be other, you know, maybe yeah. Brock shows up on Friday and explains why he did it. And as long as it's like halfway passable, I'll be like, all right, cool. I know why this happened. I got a real cool match at Backlash, uh, which needs to be big because it's, you know, overseas and they really like to hit the overseas shows with a lot of star power. You get Brock on that card that will have to do that. It maybe hides the fact that Roman's not going to be around for the entire time until SummerSlam. Like, he's going to be intermittent. Uh, I'm good with it. But right now, I'm just confused. And because of how boring – and I don't even want to say Raw was bad. It was just kind of boring to confusing. It was like a mid show. Like, like Seth came out just – and we just discussed that his segment got cut while he was out there. So he just came out, let people sing to him, and left. That's weird. It's <laughs> just weird. doesn't make sense. Uh, the first wrestling match we had all night in that first entire hour, the only wrestling we had over an hour was a Elias Omos squash match.
0: <laughs> like, it was and just. The, a, that didn't of, even have any context to it. Yeah, it was just kind of no, a boring none.
2: show. You know what I mean? And so, the only thing that was really exciting, aside from Riddle, Riddle was exciting.
4: Yeah, no, um,
2: cool. Was the opening and closing of the show with the Brock Cody stuff. And so. Because that was the only surprise minus riddle that you're going to have on Raw after WrestleMania, I feel like you could have taken a second and a half to eat, you know, again, just a smirk from Paul Heyman, let commentary wildly speculate why he would do this instead of, why would Brock do this? I can't believe he's done this. Like, this makes no sense. We know Corey. We're watching it yeah. with you. Yeah. We get that it doesn't make any sense to us right now. We were kind of hoping you could fill us in. Yeah. Um, and so my hope is that they do fill us in. Um, but it doesn't change the fact that that was the most interesting thing on the show, and it still felt kind of confusing. And so for Raw after Mania to have no big surprises and. Some of that's not their fault, I guess. Jay White backed out, maybe Vince yeah. thing. Supposedly yeah, right. to yeah.
1: they were. WWE side wasn't interested anymore for whatever yes. reason. they have. right. Because Vince so
2: is yeah. the villain. I will say this: I, I mean, although he came back looking like an actual cartoon villain with that, he did. Mustache. the mustache, uh-huh. yeah. And
1: then
0: he dyed his hair black. He yeah. literally <laughs> looks a lot better old. I mean, Someone did a side by out. side
1: with, with Stalin, and I was like, "Oh God! Like, what is what was Vince deciding here?" He, yeah, if you look at like, real, I'll see if <laughs> I can find sure that picture for you. I was that. cracking up.
4: I
2: was dying. I was like, "Oh <laughs> God!"
4: It's kind of
2: aside aside from looking like a super villain. Um, I'm not going to sit here and just go. Vince is the root of all evil. <laughs> Vince is taking full control. Triple H told everyone who worked there that that's not true. Now, people said he was backstage last night. That would make sense. He was in L.A. for this weekend because of WrestleMania, because of the Endeavor deal, the whole nine yards. Triple H, and this is all reported by the same people who are reporting that Vince is back, told the talent, nothing's changed, this is what we're doing. He even came out and essentially told us that. I don't believe Vince is going to hit the road with WWE. He's the chairman of the board of like a, again, a $21 billion company now. I don't know how he could possibly be like, I know I'm in charge of UFC and WWE content as the chairman of the board, but I really want to make sure that we get this taping of main event, right? I just don't see it. And I, I do truly believe that overall triple H will be responsible. Now, does that mean triple H may have to work under some new constraints, i.e. making a bad Vince McMahon idea look good on television? <laughs> yeah, probably. But he did that at SummerSlam, his first pay-per-view because He booked the show, but he didn't cancel anything. It wasn't like, oh, we had all these stories, but we're going to drop them for like 20-minute dream matches. He did every story that Vincent set up, but he did it better. (laughs) And so I think that we – I don't believe we – this doom and gloom right now based off of one bad Raw I think is premature. I also think that this Raw had a lot to do because for months, Bloodline has been the entire show. The entire show Be- and everything else was like going on the back burner. But you have nothing else now. You have to restart everything. The bloodline is the only thing you had in the works. So they had to restart a lot of characters. I think they failed, but I can see why they may have had such a hard time pacing the show because they had to try and figure out what everyone is doing. And again, I don't think they accomplished it. I mean, Bianca Reyes is not coming up anytime soon. You know what I mean? So what was that segment about? Yeah, right. Yeah, this is a fe- Yeah, yeah. Omas is not feuding with Elias. Omas so <laughs> <one with Elias>. is <laughs> going
3: for the title. Yeah, yeah. Omas is the
1: big, the big strong Vince guy that he's going to book to the moon.
2: But yeah, no Roman's there. He won't book him. Now. Omos is going to be the one to, to beat
3: Roman.
1: To yeah. beat Cody for oh so
2: sure. Omos Omos is
3: next in life.
2: <laughs> but like Theory fought Rey Mysterio when well, we know that's not the plan.
0: Yeah, right. Because we know
2: yeah. the plan is Dom and Priest versus Ray and Bad Bunny in Puerto Rico. So Austin Theory yeah. was just there to be there. Um, also, the Austin Theory's no line, Randy Orton. So Austin Theory's line, I just to shout this out. All the fans said you tapped out, to channel, You tapped out, and he responded to that with, "I didn't tap out." You tapped out because you didn't believe in me. That is not worse. I would I would quite literally remove the title from him. I think I, he
1: needs I, mute, I think I muted my TV after that statement. I was that, like, I, I don't want to hear that. You that was really bad. Uh and I'm I actually like theory, match. but that was
2: horrible. I was like, what are you saying, dude? You tapped out. So apparently, I am 0-1 at WrestleMania. You tapped out. <laughs> I am 0-1 at WrestleMania. I tapped out to Austin Derry, uh for not believing it, or for believing in Johnson. <laughs> I'm not even sure. But no, I think the show was boring, but not this like trash heap that people are calling it. I think it's, but, had it yeah. been a normal Raw, it would have been fine. Be yeah, aware.
1: yeah, I, I agree. I think it's because there's the mystique to the Raw after yeah. Mania that but we've had grow we grew up. Also, people are we pissed at Kodis, that. though. Well, that too, but there's like that mystique of words and surprises and the cool new storylines that are going to be emerging for After Mania. It's like, it's like a new season, yeah. It's pretty right. much a new season. Like, what's going to be cool and exciting? Is someone from NXT going to get called or whatever? Is someone coming back? And we just didn't get that at all. And I think this that's why like, a lot of people were disappointed.
2: This felt like a recap show.
1: This yeah, felt exactly. like they just brought
2: everybody out who was on WrestleMania, yeah.
4: mm-hmm.
2: with the exception of the Cody Brock yeah. bloodline thing,
4: yeah.
2: And there's a place for that. It just historically hasn't been the wrong aftermania. although yeah. I would say that they've all been they've all been lacking a little bit recently. Yeah,
0: yeah I was going to say but the past few years, it hasn't it, I think it's been underwhelmed.
2: Yeah, I think that and that's OK, too. Maybe they don't want to get into that same. But the problem is they market it like, yeah, they mark, the you got to yeah. tune in. Yeah, all right. you got to be here. Yeah. You didn't have to tune in for this. Mm. You could have watched the Brock beat down on Cody yeah. on YouTube. Yeah, pretty much got everything you need. <laughs> you could watch the YouTube yeah. five minute recap and got yeah, yeah, everything. Yeah, they post the highlights on on, uh,
3: on YouTube. Yeah. You could so,
2: yeah. just watch that one. You don't have to watch all of them. No. Just watch that one. Yeah. And you know everything you need to know because what is it? I mean, Raquel and Liv are gonna do a match next yep. week,
4: mm-hmm. but
2: you don't even know that. They could nope. have just been like, "Hey, we got a title match." Yeah. Also, why was it Raquel and Liv? Yeah. They lost. If you're gonna do them <laughs> next just have them win at WrestleMania and be like, we won at WrestleMania.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, That didn't make
2: any sense to me at all.
1: There's Um, a lot of confusing stuff.
2: There's just a lot of it that makes sense. Um, I heard one really ice cold take that people don't care about Sammy and Kevin now that they're champions. I didn't get that at all. Oh no. I think I was waiting for them to come out. Yeah. What I got was that it was weird that the street profits were their first opponent.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That that, That was a little confusing to me.
2: Um, Again, in, if there had been like a debuting tag team running like a pretty deadly from NXT, perhaps yeah. not that they're necessarily ready, but I think they do fine. Or the Creed brothers, if they're going to come up and they're going to be heel. OK, then it makes sense. You had two baby faces because the heel is going to be the, the people who interfere yeah. and knock you out. And like, wow, new NXT guys calling their shots against the new champs. <sighs> Perfect. Love that. But it wasn't. It was just a straight up match.
1: And
2: it was fine. It was a good, oh, match, yeah. but it was just kind of boring.
1: Like, you, it, Yeah.
4: Yeah. yeah.
1: But, I was going to uh, say, you'd the losing tag teams from WrestleMania weekend, not the tag team that won the Street Profits. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. Well, he, right. That's true. That's why I'm like, a debut would have made sense there, but yeah. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. I agree. What'd you
2: say
0: about Bad Bunny, Man, I was going to say, he separated his soul. <laughs> Bad Bunny separated his soldier, His shoulder. This, is, this has been always a hard word for me to say, shoulder. He yeah. separated his shoulder. That's what they said. And, you yeah. know, is oh. Is he well, torn? Is he out torn? torn to i to sell that. Nah, he's not tore right now. Oh, no, was exactly a, if he
1: <laughs> tour after, he needed the cafe being a sling. Like, he needs, he be <laughs> performing. Yeah, for the tour, you know, he like, with the he definitely would do it.
0: He just actually, there was a fi- picture release of him and Kendall Jenner today. Oh, God. So, and his, his shoulder was fine there. So, we'll just <laughs> pretend, uh, he will but the you way know, the, the way how he it
3: folded is. into that table, I was genuinely like, Oh, he took he yeah. took that. He took that He sold that one. So like, he threw and, himself all over and, and when Damien picked him up, he like went up like yeah. a like yeah. a like a rag doll. I was
1: yeah. like, Oh, that is crazy. Yeah. Matt Bunny knows how to take a bump. He does. But sometimes it's borderline scary because he's not as <laughs> experienced. So that was that bubble. Like, you the, love taking bumps, but that's horrible. Like, yeah, all right, calm down. Calm. Yeah, you can be amazing. Bump the brakes, buddy.
0: <laughs> and he legitimately is the biggest star, music star in the world right now. And yeah, how yeah, about that? You know, it was announced that Endeavor bought WWE. So, yes, as we mentioned, UFC and WWE is merging. And we have talked throughout in the first half of this pod about, you know, with Vince coming in and his influence. And, but to focus on the MMA part of it, like, do, do you guys see it just being, you know, this is the WWE side and this is UFC side? Do we actually see legitimate UFC fighters, you know, crossing over or WWE or like I said, this the latter, like, is Conor McGregor going to be the one to no. dethrone Roman Reigns? You no. know, he himself did tweet no. that pick. Yeah. Or is of course. Roman Reigns and Reigns he was in in the gone? He was yeah, he selling. It. Yeah, it was cool.
1: Yeah. I mean, I appreciate what he did. I, I don't see it really happening unless it's some of the older the, the fighters that want to make the transition over the WWE at some point in their careers. I could see that. Uh, I think it's going to be kind of separate entities that help each other in promotion. I think that yeah. that's what they're going to really do. I, I don't see them being like, you know, like you said, like Conor McGregor is going to show up, you know, at the Royal Rumble as entrant number twenty-five or thirty, and everyone's going to lose their mind. Like I don't see that. Um, but like Dana I said, no, it, he, it pops he pops up in me, the yeah. crowd. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, put you off, Conor yeah. McGregor. McGregor. Yeah, he's over. Top. <laughs> what is he doing here? <laughs> and uh, the spike and yeah. the match. Yeah. The Dana, Dana
0: White. White Dana White Vince head, like head to head. Yeah. Yeah, he's an authority figure now. Yeah. Dana, Dana, Dana White, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. that's his wise man. Yeah. Like, you know, it could be it, it's gonna be interesting to see, but like I guess <laughs> I can see them kind of just being their own separate thing, but like I said, just a lot of cross promotion, a lot of you know, that kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Um, but just being kind of one unified front between the fighting and entertainment side of everything and just kind of having a, a structure in place. But yeah, I don't see like, you know, like I said, USC fighters who haven't been on a fight part of months being like, you know what? All right, just- let's let, let me let me go over to WWE side train for a little bit and see where it takes me. You know, I could like, you know, there could be guys that want to learn that. Like I said, the older people we see that happen with the, you know, previous UFC fighters who make the transition over, but I don't see it happening like right away. It's just, you know, kind of You might get a few
2: more interested parties because of the deal. You might Mm -hmm. be like, you know what? They might actually, because of the deal, someone who is a little bit older, maybe trying to transition out, might be like, you know, now that they're connected, there's a shot that they'll advertise me on both shows that I could actually get some decent promo for myself if I, if I move over. Um, and so I could see someone making that decision, but like, I don't believe they're going to do a promotional, like UFC heavyweight champion versus WWE, WWE <laughs> yeah. match or God forbid an actual cage fight. Oh God. Listen, <laughs> I am a massive wrestling yeah. fan. I also enjoy combat sports. I, Believe and maybe I'm wrong about this. Maybe some of the guys on the wrestling roster are tougher than I give them credit for. I believe that the majority of the WWE roster would get absolutely worked yeah. in an actual fight in yes, UFC. for sure.
4: I believe yeah, a UFC like fighter.
2: I, I, I put the weight literally. class aside. You put Roman Reigns in there with, you know, a middleweight. I think he's going to get the apps. going to get the hands. Yeah. He's going to get yeah. absolutely worked. It's going to ruin, <laughs> ruin the wrestler.
1: Yeah, that's why. Not, that's why
2: it'll never happen. So yeah, that'll yeah. never happen. Maybe. So the first
1: it'll be Brock. If Brock's not going back to doing any sort of combat sports no. <laughs> and, and, and he's off the juice. He's yeah. off
3: the juice. It, maybe yeah.
1: maybe he'll do it if they give him like a, a middle way. Yeah, <laughs> right, Brock yeah. show up, yeah. And yeah. exhibition yeah. beat up yeah. this middle way. Maybe yeah. Brock will
2: do it for yeah. that if he thinks yeah. he's got a good shot But yeah. anyway maybe they'll do a match. Like I could see it going the other way just once, but yeah. uh, I don't know. I don't think so, to be honest with you. Um, I think that they'll keep them separate again, just purely advertising and maybe one or two savvy kind of vets of the yeah. MMA circuit. will see this as their opportunity to, you know, stop getting hit as hard <laughs> yeah. uh, and you know, like capitalize wrong. on the chance of getting double publicity from UFC and from WWE by switching from one to the other.
0: Uh, so I think that could happen, but nothing major. All right, boys, uh, good stuff with this. Now, as we mentioned before, this really is a podcast of two halves. Now we can really focus on the rest of WrestleMania because there was a whole WrestleMania to talk about. <laughs> it hit on the other main event, the tag team titles with Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens versus the Usos. That was great, especially mm-hmm. on a story set, on a, on a story level. You know, my best part, my favorite part, well, was those final three Hulva kicks yeah. from Sammy, just as dramatic as it was, and that is where you literally saw a story get have its definitive ending. This is a story that was complete. Just, those were so dramatic. It was specifically Jake taking that. And yeah, the Usos with their historic run comes to an end, and That was an awesome, awesome match. Feel good. And um, if only WrestleMania night one was the only one, right?
1: (laughs) Tell me your thoughts on that. Uh, I I loved every second of that match. I was really happy because I know there was a lot of confusion on if that was going to be the main event of the first night. I think some people thought we had Charlotte would end night one. I was really happy. It's the biggest story, I think. You have that night one with that. Even if there was a cliffhanger, perfectly into night two. Um, but just the emotion of that match, it was well executed. That ending was perfect. The little kiss on the forehead and all this, you see the kiss on the forehead and you're like, Oh wait, is he like, is something going to happen here? And then he's like, yeah, no. line it back up, hit him again. I was like, Oh, this is brilliant. This is so great, great storytelling from the four of them, which is what we expect from, from them. They're all amazing storytellers in the ring. just such a fun match and a fun ending and a redemption kind of story for Sammy. But like I said, Matt, that the, those last three and the kiss on the forehead to me was like pure wrestling at its finest. And those guys had a right. brilliant, brilliant match. It was.
2: I'm sorry, I love you all over again.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, much, was, yeah. it,
2: that's what I, I thought of yeah. that instantly. I thought of yeah. that yeah. match. Um, and so, and it, honestly, it added weight because Sammy knows what's going to happen to mm. the shows now. He was yeah. in the bloodline. He knows yeah. where this leads. So when he did that, that, that's why I thought I thought of like again when Shawn Michaels was like, I'm gonna, yeah. gonna I'm yeah. gonna retire Ric Flair now. Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry, I love you. Take him out. That yeah. was Sammy saying, I know what's about to happen to you, and I'm about to kick you in the head and <laughs> it That's why I gave him that kiss and that's why I did it. I thought the ending was great. Obviously, I really enjoyed it everything before the ending. Uh they wrestled a really fun match. Uh cool seeing a tag team match in the main event. I'll be yeah. honest, I was not necessarily sold on it. Um mm. I think it made sense, but I wasn't personally sold on it. And after seeing it, like, you know, it's nice to have a little bit more variety. Not just here's the men's main event. Here's the women's main event. Now like okay, you can get if you're a team, you can get big enough to main event. You know what I mean? I thought that was cool.
0: Mm that's a great point there, especially the uh, rewards, those working their ass off.
3: <laughs> yeah. Um, honestly, I think, uh, we talked about it in the first podcast, we believe that, or at least I believe that Charlotte and Ray was going to main event. And yeah. I said, I said in the previous podcast, I thought this should have main evented. Uh, and I'm happy that it did because it was probably the best story that's been going on uh, television for these past couple months. And, um, like I said before, I thought Sammy should have taken out Roman at Elimination Chamber. Mm. <laughs> but that's just me. That's just me as a yeah. fan speaking, you know. But um, watching this all happen where, like, Sammy Zayn's kind of, you know, getting beat up in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And Kevin Owens, his best friends picking him up. And then right there, final moment, three Huluva kicks to the dome. And you see Jay, the way he sells it, like a limp body. Yeah. He reminded me of Apollo Crews in Rocky IV when he was, <laughs> when he was getting beat up by Drago. I was yeah. like, this is, this is awesome. And then um, seeing them win the <laughs> oh, championships finally, yeah. it was just, you know, it was good. It was a good feeling. Well, compared, to dies, night, yeah, compared to night, he yeah.
0: dies. Yeah, if he dies, he dies. <laughs> okay. The way, the way yeah, that night was yeah. going back, this was a great night for selling. Yeah. And this is a great transition because these two sold this match like it was the most important thing ever. The Charlotte Flair and Rhea Ripley and that was a hard match for the Usos and um, K.O.s and Sammy to follow. But this is my favorite women's match of all time. This was a pure fight. I mean, I was legitimately concerned for these two at some points. They were some nasty bumps, yeah. some nasty hits. And Charlotte announced she's taking a break to go bodybuild. And well, that's, yeah. a good ending if we're not going to see her for a while. I am very, very happy she did the honors properly. And if you want to add to the confusion now and Ray Ripley a deserving champion, well what is Judgment Day gonna do now? I mean with mommy as champion and you know she did her thing, say if we're gonna get a preview of her at Bianca eventually. I just wonder after this match where it's gonna go. But the match what do you what do you think of the match itself and then what's next?
2: Someday people will listen to me about my best friend, Charlotte Flair, because she is the best wrestler on their roster. It's not close. Becky is the most popular, and mm-hmm. Becky's a phenomenal wrestler. I'm a huge fan of Bianca, who is super promising and has a ton of talent. Charlotte Flair is the best women's wrestler on the WWE roster. This story this wasn't even a story. This was yeah. barely anything. This was nonsense. I was so not looking forward, and I was bumming out because Charlotte has had my favorite match in almost every single WrestleMania I've watched since she debuted on the main roster, and I was like, "Oh, this was kind of lame." We've already seen it. And the, the roles are a little different, and the, you know it's a little different. But I was like, "This is kind of lame." It, I mean, my goodness, it was the best match of WrestleMania. I know some people don't agree with that, but that's you okay. Um, it was the best match of WrestleMania, um, both nights. And I mean, they did it with nothing. There was nothing powering this story. Even Bianca Oscar had a little bit more power. In yeah, it you're like, you know, right? Oscar was built up a little bit as like, oh, she's this strange, you know, entity that Bianca is really unsure how to handle now with the, with the face paint and the mist. Right. Uh, this was nothing. This was like a rail in the rumble. Charlotte has the title. So this is the obligatory match that Rhea has to have because she won the R- rumble. That was basically the only story they were managed to get through that was cohesive. Uh, and so the fact that they had this match and like both people, like both Rhea and Charlotte, knew it. Like, and I don't even think it took until the end. I think they knew it like almost halfway through. Mm-hmm. And I think that almost made the match better because <laughs> they're yeah. like, yeah, this has been the best match of the night. Let's keep going. And you know what I mean? Like it kind of powered them to be like, let's keep going bigger because we know we've won. They're like, they're trying to take, they're trying to lap everybody. I thought it was so good. It's my absolute favorite match of WrestleMania. Uh, obviously the right person won. Congratulations to Terry to Ripley. I think it'll be fine. The judgment mm-hmm. day thing. Um, Dominic wasn't a goofball. Like I thought he might be on Raw. I'm a little disappointed. We only have one more show to make it happen. Gim suit Dom for the win. But if we don't get it and he still stays serious, then I think that might be just as well. Uh, That you know they kind of get a little less goofy for a little while and let the uh, the championship run have a little more uh, edge to it. Not not edge edge. God, no more edge. No, no more edge. No more edge. Um, Mm -hmm. But the other kind of edge, the edge, (laughs) the edge that isn't uh, one person. (laughs)
1: Uh, I love the match too. Uh, Big fan of it. I was happy for Ripley. I I was. I'm happy Charlotte getting a break. Well deserved. I feel like when they're uncertain on a champion, they kind of leaned on her to take the belt back and kind of hold it. So I know a lot of people are like, she does not deserving of all those titles. I understand the hate towards her, but again, like McBride said, she is to me, the best female wrestler on the roster. One of the best female wrestlers on the planet. She always delivers. She took a nasty bump landed right on her head and kept on going um nose. just tell you yeah, the nose but that that bump i legitimately was concerned for her because usually you don't see a lot of people get up from that and continue to wrestle she did um so props to her because that looked nasty um but that whole match was great and i loved the moment right after she lost where she turned her head and looked over at her and smiled yeah. because it just showed that she was so excited for her and usually you don't see that from charlotte but just to see her emotion of her general happiness to see Rhea have the belt after everything that she had to do to get there and get the belt, and she even went on Twitter after it and congratulated her. Which you know, Charlotte's kind of the, the tweener between heel and face, and you don't always really see that. Just to see her generally excited to see where Ripley takes the title and goes from it was just so cool to me because we you know how important Charlotte is to the women's division. Just to see her generally be like this person's next and she deserves it, and she had a great match with me, and I think like the sky's the limit for was such awesome. And just like cool genuine moment to see her, like can't contain like her series. And she just looked back and just smiled at her right after the win. So great match overall, really, really fun. Um And like I said, I loved every second of it um because it was just so entertaining and Charlotte always brings the house down and we have really shown up and had a great match as well.
3: Yeah, I agree with both you guys. Uh I love this match. I loved the, their first match even more, to be mm. honest. Um, I, I thought this match was a little bit better, but um, I, I loved both matches equally, and I think Charlotte delivers every time she's in a match. Like I'm not the biggest fan of Charlotte, but you gotta appreciate greatness while it's here. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah. And um, I also liked the moment where you know it kind it kind of shows her almost break a little bit of character because. She's looking up and seeing, it and smiling that she, even yeah. though she just lost.
1: Lost, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: And it almost feels like there's a changing of ties now yeah. that Rey is uh, champion, and I want to see what it does mm. to Judgment Day, knowing that she's practically the only champion in the group. The only uh, winner. Yeah, and I, 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 <laughs> yeah, I I wonder if they keep keeping uh, Dom with her, or if they're trying to transition Dom with now priests with the whole Bad Bunny the situation. Whole time, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I will say just. Uh, something that came to my head. I would love to see at a WrestleMania. and I don't know if they'll be able to do this with her time off. I'd love to see a 15 time champ. So she needs one more title before this. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, Charlotte Flair challenge champion Bianca Belair at WrestleMania. I would love to see Bianca's WrestleMania streak versus Charlotte going for 16 to tie her dad. I think that would be great. That would be, one. I mean, in the ring, of course, as we yeah. described, it'd be one of the best women's matches of all time. The story would be one of the best women's stories of all time. I think that would be so good. And honestly, I think they, depending on her schedule, could maybe even get it done by Mania. Sure. Next Mania, right? Yeah. Mania 40? Yeah. To have, you could build that story quickly. Does, well, does you, have really to good give, you have to give Charlotte a whole other title. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, well, yeah. Um, yeah. but after you do that, and uh, I think that that would that, that's a money match, and it's the only one they don't have yet. I would it'd spend so much money to go see that. If that happens in Philly, I don't know what I'm going to do. I do know I'm going to go. I'm going to be in the yeah. front row, probably. Um, <laughs> that's, that would be like, such right? a good match. Such sure. a good match. I can't right. wait for that. and They haven't even announced
1: it, and I can't wait for that. Because it's going to happen. I'll be all for, I'll be all for that. Man. If it goes down, I'll be all for it. Whenever it happens, I'll be all for it.
0: And We'll stick with the um, Judgment Day matches. The next one on it is Edge and Finn Balor in a Hell in a Cell match. And it was pretty brutal. Now, we saw Edge, uh, we saw Finn take a nasty bump, um, legitimately having his head split open and continuing the match. Now, the thing is, Hell in a Cell, anything goes. I understand it's 2023 now and health is major and you have to, you know, especially head injuries. We don't want a disaster. Mm-hmm. But you should, should, you should honestly retire hell in a cell. You should never have this match again if you're going to do that because that is literally as hell in a cell as it gets. And I guess it was a much worse blood job because he was bleeding hard way and the face paint it perfectly matched the face paint. But I just, I mean, I just think the the way they they were able to recover and have a good match after. It's a huge props to both performers in this, and, like, it was legit amazing and and downright almost a miracle, but I think they should just stop them Hell in a Cell matches if you're going to stop them for medical help. Only for what you say the Hell in a Cell match is. Yeah, but that was was
1: legitimate, though. I I, I thought it was a nose. But the head... Yeah, farm, it, it is it's, about it. It's
0: really not. 14 yeah. staples, and they did it right yeah. there. Yeah. And then they, then they pulled off such a great match. And um I don't mean to steal your Ryan, Ryan, and you can um, defend it, but with mm-hmm. the Demon losing it, I guess he's a scrub now. He is a scrub now. And I did text Matt that, and
2: I stand by that. However, I disagree about the stoppage. Um I mean, maybe just for a health reason you want to stop it, but yeah, yeah. I think that the, the ref stoppage made that match four times better. I was bored mm. with that match when it started. True. I was a little underwhelmed with their entrances. Uh, the, the, the disco head edge would have worked better in... The, actually, both entrances would have worked better in a stadium where they could yeah. control the lights. Yeah, because they're outside, exactly. it didn't look quite as good. But, but anyway, so Daylight I was underwhelmed from the beginning when Brood Edge made his debut because that wasn't anything to do with the Brood. Um, and had his match with Demon Balor. My biggest pet peeve with this match and this is not something they could have possibly known because they didn't plan it, is if this had just been like OG Judgment Day Balor, had the Demon not shown up for this match and nothing else changed Finn Balor would be one of the most over heels or wrestlers on the roster. He came back from a gross hit to the head. It is gross. And he came and he then wrestled the rest of the match on like triple speed because they were trying to get it done before, you know, the blood fell out of his head. And so I think had this been OG Balor covered in blood, standing up to brood edge, like, no, no, we're not doing this. I think that would have given Finn all the ammunition he needed to win this nonsense with the thousand days finally ends to go after the world title. I think this would have been a star performance. Had it not even with, even in a loss, had it not been Demon Balor, but because yeah. it was Demon Balor and because he lost, it does make Demon Balor look like a scrub and does absolutely nothing for Finn Balor other than gave him a nice concussion that he now has to probably nurse for the next three weeks off TV. So, and again, there's no way they would have known this, but there is a way they would have known this because they knew that Finn was going to lose. So don't yeah. book the demon. Yeah, don't book the, don't yeah, be the I demon. I
1: agree. I agree. Just totally don't be agree. the
3: demon. Yeah, me as you well. Yeah. Just you know
2: what I mean. Like if you know that's where you're going, don't do it. Yeah. Think, pause, think, and think. then don't
4: do yeah. it. Yeah.
2: Because again, if this exact match had happened with OG Balor, it would be one of his top moments as a wrestler right. in WWE. But because it was the demon, it's not. <laughs> because now all we can think about is, oh, the Demon lost. And now, by the way, had the Demon won this match after getting busted all the way open, that would have made the Demon look mm-hmm. real cool. cool, cool. Yeah. So like they had two ways to make this real cool, <laughs> and they missed it. Yeah. And I just think that they should have known if they were going to have him lose to let this be Finn. Retire the Demon if he's not going to win. Yeah. It does nothing to be the Demon. It's not – especially because Edge has won most of the matches in this feud – so it does nothing like, oh, Edge, can he beat the demon? Like, yeah, probably. <laughs> he beat Finn a hundred other times. Like, Finn was <laughs> the underdog. Yeah. Like, if your story is Finn had to reach for the demon because he keeps losing to Edge, that's cool. But then you pay that off by the demon win. winning. yeah, exactly. Winning. That's what I was going to yeah. say.
4: Yeah. What you know I what I mean? like, yeah. So
2: no matter what, it doesn't make any sense. Like, why would you book the demon to lose? And, um, you know, hindsight, it would have looked real cool. Crimson Mask for regular Balor would have made it – like it worked for Becky. I'll just say that Becky didn't fight a hell in a cell match after she busted her nose. So if, if a busted nose in a segment can turn you into a superstar, imagine what a freaking really violent hell in a cell match post getting hit in the head with a ladder would have done. Yeah.
1: Right. Agreed. Uh, I was going to say with the Finn stuff, I can't remember what Samoa Joe match. It was, I don't know if it was an NXT or whatever it was, but he got busted the F open like that he was just gushing and i was like they had to do a medical stoppage too but he same just regular old samoa joe bleeding everywhere and i was like this is badass that he just keeps on going through that and i completely agree with brian like it should have been og balor going into this match and then because he loses let's say he loses again then you bring out the demon like you what, split my what? head open no. i'm pissed <laughs> or don't whatever you want to do but like if you were going to bring out a demon after this if you were because it's his fin's finally going to win whenever the next match was going to be you split my head open i still almost beat you but now the demon's coming out and i'm gonna whoop your ass like whatever you know it's time now i'm done like you know that's like we're done because demon showings go over because literally like i said my friend who i was watching this with he loses and we go. He literally was just looking at me. He goes, "Well, I guess the demon loses now," and I'm like, "I guess the demon's a loser." And I'm like, it, is. <laughs> "It sucks because it's another cool entity that they like they ruined or messed up." Like when we had Bray Wyatt as the Fiend, and for a while it was just like so fun to tune in and see what he did, and then all of a sudden it just felt instantly like Fiend loses, and you're like, "Wait, what?" And then you're just, yeah right. losing, and you're like, "Well, what are you doing?" And you lose all the momentum with the Fiend. That's what I feel now with Finn. Like, next time he comes as the demon, I'm not going to be excited because my initial thought is, well, he loses as the demon now. Whereas before twice. he was, yeah, twice. He Before, before, it always was like, when he showed up as a demon, you knew all the hell was going to break loose. And, like, he's going to go off and be awesome and be gritty and be this different thing that we don't see usually. And now I'm like, well, this is disappointing. Love the entrance. We'll always have fun watching the entrance and doing the same thing. But it was, it, you know like i said i'm a huge edge fan and just in my top three favorite wrestlers of all time love him happy he went over love the brood introduced cool i wish the og brood was there i wish that rumor was true i wish christian was there which was uh what i would have lost my mind but i didn't happen. but like i said with this thing now it's just confusing On I mean, what are you going to do again to keep the momentum going I guess with him being the leader of the judgment day it's cool. Like I said, he took that bump. I have no idea how he kept on fighting. After you see the image on Instagram, you're like, what the hell? How the hell did you do this? Props to him. Major props to him. Because if I was him, I would just stay on the ground like Shane McMahon did after he tore his ACL and just be like, take me out on the gurney, bro. I'm not doing this anymore. He fought. They still had a really fun fun match, Hell in a Cell. But like I said, i completely agree with Ryan. It's confusing that they did that to the Demon because now it just loses more credibility for him.
3: Yeah, um, I think we're all on the same page here in saying that uh, it was pretty stupid to take out the demon. Um, my, I remember back then, even back with NXT, it used to mean a lot when you beat the demon. Like, only mm. maybe Samoa yeah. Joe has beaten mm. him in NXT. If you faced the
1: demon. Yeah. yeah. you faced him, yeah. If yeah, exactly.
3: Yeah. And when he came out, he gave you this kind of energy where, like, you were almost kind of afraid of him because how mm. creepy he was. Mm. And then he would just completely take people out. Yeah. Um, he, then he goes on to lose to Roman off i guess it was a weird whole like the whole turnbuckle thing and then now he loses to edge which i i, I think is i don't i don't want to say it's okay because what are they gonna do now put edge in the title picture is that
1: you gotta give him one more swan song and even then when the hell are you gonna try to pull that off
3: yeah is that, is, that the, is, that, is that the plan is now for them but money in the bank yeah What's okay. the plan for Finn though? That's that's what I'm trying to say. After this loss, and especially in the demon form too, mid card title. Yeah, that's okay. what I was gonna say. Finn's back. Finn's back, floating in the mid card again. Yeah, that, so it's just I don't know. Tom's uh, I think it. I, I think it damages. Okay. Uh, I think it damages the Judgment
1: Day a little bit though. Yeah, it definitely, especially Ben about. being the leader, too. It definitely yeah. hurts. Oh, is
2: the leader now. Let's come on. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. Right. I mean, she, she
1: has the title. She's the leader now. Mommy's sorry. the leader. Mommy's the leader. I forgot. Sorry. My bad.
0: And the, to round out the trilogy of Judgment Day matches. Sorry, Damian Priest. Dominic Mysterio, Rey Mysterio. Dominic comes out. With police escorts or, I guess, correctional facilities escorts, which doesn't make any sense because, uh, you know, we don't see him again at the next night. But again, they want they really want to uh, push that Don went to jail. And I'm sure a lot of ex-convents thought it was very funny. But um, I thought it was very funny. I was, I was
1: laughing. I, know. I was I was laughing.
0: And then Ray comes out with Snoop Dogg and, you know. That's just always cool with a cool Eddie Guerrero tribute. And the match was pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. I liked it. What'd you guys think of the Mysterio battle? Did anyone else peep the uh, Dom's mask from the entrance?
4: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Was that the one Uh, he stole? That was Eddie's Eddie's Halloween Havoc uh, mask from his match, the famous match against Eddie Guerrero.
3: And I, I don't know
2: about oh, you guys. Sorry. But Ray's, Ray's yeah, mask against Eddie Guerrero.
3: Uh, yeah, WCW Halloween Havoc. I don't know. Oh, but you guys, I, I think cool. Dom, I Don looks good in the mask. I think he does Yeah, I think he looks really I kind of like that. I was
1: like, you should wear the mask more often. I hope yeah, he, he wins came it. out, and I was like, his face,
3: and he kind of looks like a young Ray, like in the bottom part of his face yeah. when he has the mask on. I was like, it made me look twice at him.
2: Mm. Yeah, agreed. I was actually just saying that to. Uh, I was thinking that, and I was talking to Melissa about it. I was like, Don kind of looks like just a kid who's wrestling." Yeah. But with the mask on, I think that could work. Yeah, genuinely, I think that could work. He could look a lot more like a regular luchador with the mask. But anyway, to answer your question, Matt, uh, I'll go first with. I thought it was good. I had fun. It was funny. The yeah. belt spot made me laugh. Um, mm-hmm. Didn't get any Angie chance really, which I kind of thought we might. Um, but. Uh, and so it was again. It was very good. Uh, Bad Bunny got involved, which I think we all saw coming because we know that that's where they're heading for uh, backlash. But it also still felt kind of organic, even though it was like we had to have known that Bad Bunny was going to do that. Like, yeah, I wasn't sure what he was going to do, and like the chain, the whole thing. It, it worked really well. It was a fun match. Didn't overstay its welcome. Got some cool entrances. Got a cool moment. I'm glad I changed my prediction to Rey Mysterio on the fly, on the podcast. Uh, so, all in all, I really enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, you can see it in my expectations. I didn't know what to expect out of it. But uh, like Ryan said, fun match, uh, enjoyable. When Bad Bunny got involved, we know why. Backlash, Puerto Rico, he's going to be there. So all in all, uh, a cool match. It, like Brian said, again, I completely agree. It didn't feel like it was lagging on. It it felt like it was the right amount of time. It was kind of a fun match and, you know, keeps me still invested in the storyline. You know, I, I, after it, I was like, oh, is this is kind of going to be it for my interest. But I'll have fun see what happens at Backlash with Bad Bunny and Ray and and and, and, uh, and Dominic and so yeah, like I said, fun match exceeded my expectations. I didn't. I thought for a little it could be like a snooze fest, but I had a lot of fun watching
3: it. Yeah, absolutely. I, I agree with you guys. I think uh, we all kind of knew what was happening with Bad Bunny because the whole Puerto Rico and backlash mm. thing. But um, I liked Rey Mysterio's entrance with the Great Muda mask when it was nice and thick yeah. on the sides. I, I thought that was awesome. That was him a coming, cool tribute. Yeah, h- him coming out with Snoop Dogg, and you saw Snoop Dogg's championship when uh, <laughs> Ryan was talking about it on the podcast before. Um, I predicted Snoop Dogg beating down Miz. Yeah, yeah, you did on you this did. podcast. Run it back, everyone. except except the whole Shane Lane in the middle no, part. Didn't, yeah, with a blown ACL. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Didn't get and, that.
3: But when I saw uh, when I saw Bad Bunny came in, I thought of Matt just the way I thought of uh, you, Ryan, when I saw the whole Cody <laughs> match. I was like, what is he
0: thinking right now? Oh man, I loved it. too. I'll tell you one match <laughs> I didn't love. Is John Cena versus Austin theory? Um, (sighs) That definitely ruined the streak of opening matches, opening WrestleManias with the bang. Um, First, I I, I used to like Austin Theory. Now I'm just as annoyed. Like he really comes off as a major douche, like an unhumble, privileged kid douche, which is the worst type of douche. He's he's definitely a good wrestler and working hard and um, made his way up to the Indies, but. Man, that guy deserves to get literally punched in the face, and not kayfabe either. But Ooh, wow. anyways, um, okay, I'm going his shots.
2: Yeah, <laughs> Matt, Matt, Matt's going hard. Yeah, Brown Theory, WrestleMania 40, book it.
0: <laughs> you know what I mean? What I mean by that? He's just he's just annoying. Yeah. And then yeah. um, yeah. John Cena with genuinely the most wholesome entrance maybe ever. Mi- you know, Mister Make a Wish bringing um Make a Wish kids out. And then, the match was a stinker, with a yeah. phony finish, with a phony finish. Um, you know, John Cena's getting hit. People really making fun of his huge bald spot. <laughs> I mean, that sucks. But you know, what are you gonna do? <laughs> and um, it it was disappointing, man. It was really disappointing. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> I mean, God, when he brought those kids out, they all had to watch him lose yeah right yeah oh yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. man I think that this glad it wasn't a retirement match it could have been good but it wasn't and that that's crime i won't get into it because we have a lot of other stuff and this one's not yeah. worth to talk about
1: to be honest with you uh yeah i agree right i mean it was just disappointing especially coming off the show looking back at it now you should have had ray and dominic kick off the show i think it would have set things up a little bit better um and a little more excitement and then you had that snooze fast kind of calm everything down and then go with the rest of the show but uh yeah just just disappointing um yeah like I said, i'm not gonna dive deep into it i thought cena should have won and then maybe you have him losing next night on Monday Night Raw with like a cool, you know, entrance like debut or someone come up and uh, when he does the open challenge or something. But uh, yeah, just just boring. Just overall boring to kick off WrestleMania, which is never great. You don't want to be that guy and John C and also are those people. Yeah.
3: This match was an absolute stinker. This match absolutely sucked for me. I felt like I was watching my grandpa go out to get his ass kicked. I don't know. What, I don't know what it was. He came out with a bunch of Make a Wish kids, and I was like, and he, I was like, he's a little like, uh, he didn't look like he had enough sun. I don't know what it was. He looked like he was malnourished in his vitamin D, like he can't. He comes out. He, he did
0: out, come off really pale. If I really think about it, and
3: he goes in there with a bunch of Make a Wish kids, and then he gets his butt kicked by Austin Theory, who's like. Typical, like you said, Matt, like douchebag material. Yeah. And I'm just sitting here, and it wasn't even a good match. Um,
0: not really worth talking too much about, but yeah, really bad match. Stinks, and yeah, like I said, Austin Theory, he just like I said, comes off as his douche, and like he like like I said um, again, I, I'm not gonna challenge him to a fight. But no, WrestleMania 40 is...
2: in Philly, Matt. What is your finishing move? What are you getting uh, getting Austin Theory out? You're gonna su- pin him. You're gonna miss <laughs> submit him. What are you doing? What's the move? I'm gonna bring the fu
0: back. Yeah, oh, yeah. Nice, I'm gonna do what John nice. Cena couldn't. Yeah, right. Okay. And we'll, we'll
3: we'll be out there with you, Matt. We'll be your yeah. bloodline. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll yeah. be your the, bloodline,
0: the productive line. Yeah.
2: I'm yeah. thinking, I'm thinking a wise man role for myself. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I like far that. far less hits. Far less. I like hits. That. Far, less hits, far less hits. But yeah, like I said, he's just he's not like a good villain douchey. He's just douchey. But we'll see what <laughs> yeah. happens. No one cares um, about him. Yeah. yeah. Now let's talk about something great like the triple threat gunther shamus and drew this battle of the europeans and it resulted in you know what people said earlier maybe the match of the whole show talk to me about this one and gunther you know i you know when i thought when i saw roman lose i mean i'm sorry when i saw roman retain the only person i really thought of was gunther as the other one but mm. we'll see how this is all playing out he did Proclaim he wants to be in the main event of WrestleMania, and Cuthbert made a huge, huge highlight in his career from this match. What do you guys think of this?
1: Uh, yeah, I think to me, for honestly, that the whole weekend, other than Roman uh, Cody, this was the match I was most excited for. Um, all three insanely great wrestlers, all jacked, loved to just like beat each other up. It was the perfect match for all three of them to be in, and it was just. So fun. Um, mm-hmm. There's so many great moments in this match. I think Sheamus did the arm thing like 20 something times in a row, and I was like just so like you know, drawn in. And everyone looked incredible. And you know, retaining was great. Um, but yeah, to me, I think I had the most fun watching that match. Um, I think it was to me probably the best match of the weekend. I know Ryan has his opinion on it, but to me, uh, that was the most fun I had watching it. It lived up to the expectations. I'm happy with the retained. I think he's putting himself into star uh, territory. He's only going to rise. Potential's is great. Um, but yeah, just what a fun match. What an incredible match. Like I said, the expectations. Did all the fun after. Sham posting with Drew in the locker room on Twitter and like messing around and everything like that. Just like an awesome WrestleMania match that I think we're all going to remember for a really long time.
3: Yeah, um, I, I predicted that this was going to be uh, my favorite match of the night, just because I knew how how uh, these three guys worked. Like they worked very aggressively, and I, I was expecting very hard hits, very hard chops. And I'm happy I picked it because this match was a banger. Yeah. Um, the, everything with uh, what's his name with um. With, uh i don't want to call him gunther uh gunther? I him, yeah i almost yeah i almost called him walter i almost called him walter yeah. <laughs> uh yeah he's he's got a bright future in this company i think uh he's a great Intercontinental champion uh like i said before i think he's the best one to hold it since the new redesign um and i don't i don't see why he can't go for the title while still being IC Yeah, champion. i agree i i st- i don't i don't think he needs to drop that title to go for the WWE championship um Not necessarily he has to win, but a match between him and Roman is something that, you know, I mean, I think we'd
0: all be pretty excited to see.
1: Or Cody down the
0: line. I think Guther Cody could be a really unexpected fun match, yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Especially after the uh, Rumble performance at the
3: end. Yeah, And like like you said, Matt, if he does want to be in the main event of WrestleMania one day, his matches have been exciting and he's been proving it. So I I don't see why not, you know.
1: Pure athlete as well. Yeah, Yeah. for somebody's size, too. Yeah, he's super
2: athletic. So I maintain that Charlotte and Ray is better than this. Um, Mm -hmm. And here's why. Good there, Sheamus, and Drew delivered, as everyone knew they would. I I mean, this was going to be a good match. Um, I was actually surprised they kept on Good there because I kind of thought they were going to move him on to bigger and better things. I also thought there'd be a babyface champion, so that might Mm -hmm. explain what happened there. Um, But... I think that Gunther is I mean Gunther made himself a star to I think everybody at the Royal Rumble. Um in my eyes he's already he's already made. Um he is one of the few who may just may be safe if these Vince rumors are true and I'd like uh-huh. to leave Alex and AJ with this thought what's going to happen in 5 months when Drew and Gunther are both gone because they've been cut due to budget reasons. Um uh-huh. but anyway.
4: That'd be a shame.
2: (laughs) But hopefully that doesn't happen. Uh, I do think he was already a star, and I think that uh, Rhea became a real star, not just a potential one uh, in her match. Uh, I think both were phenomenally, like phenomenal matches to watch in the ring. Uh, But I think that just the... The impact of it for me, having that happen at WrestleMania for Rhea meant a little more than Gunther winning at WrestleMania. I'm glad he got his first Mania win. I hope he gets to main event it soon. Um, but I just – that's that's kind of where I went with it. But again, both very good matches. I could not argue. I think it is my second. It's it's in my top three for sure. It might be my second. Um,
1: at least it's there. At least it's in the yeah. top three. That's all but, me and AJ uh, wanted to hear. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's all, that's I mean, you'd have to be crazy. Even if you didn't
2: know these three, you'd have to be crazy. <laughs> To not leave it be like, oh my God, that was awesome. I, yeah. I've heard Sheamus fight live, just Sheamus, or Andrew, actually. Dude, every time they hit, oh, yeah. oh my God, it sounds, sounds like, like yeah. someone got cracked over the back with a baseball bat. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. sounds so yeah. loud. I've seen, again, I've seen Sheamus live a few times. I've yep. seen Drew live like twice. I've never seen Gunther live, but God, I can't imagine what those yeah. those chops sound like. Yeah. Uh, so, again, really cool. Sounded great on TV, looked great on TV. Love the match.
0: Yeah, it was ferocious, and it was again not to keep repeating the words "legitimate fight," but it really was the, mm-hmm. the 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 this era of wrestling we're in where you know athleticism is really emphasized and and pure wrestling and combat these guys showcase us the showcase this the best, and you know there are rumors that Drew might be leaving. I guess his contract's running out. I don't know where it's headed.
1: But he's a Vince guy though. Do forget like oh, yeah. In- the first go around, he was like Vince's guy, and then he came back, remorphed himself, became the Drew we all know now. But made him a member big. of
2: three man band,
1: well, we forget, we, we forget about that. <laughs> three I'm just We B- with B- that blip before the Drew Mac we got. Vince so maybe givet, we Vince takes take away. Alex. That is true. But, uh, I, I completely, I completely understand that too. But I, think- you know, I would hate to see Drew go, but I can see it too.
0: Yeah, I think he's ultimately going to stay, but you know, if this is. This would be a cool way to go out, but he still has a lot to prove and still deserves that humongous pop with the championship, hmm. not a pandemic world one. <laughs> and then we Oscar and Bianca. And you know, I wanted Oscar to win, but I don't I mind now. It was a good match. And Bianca is still proving why she's a great face for this company. What an amazing entrance she had mm-hmm. as well. Um, some good stuff. But you know, you only you feel bad for the workhorse Oscar is and uh you know, this is just an example of maybe sometimes having so many main event caliber wrestlers, you could only fit them in so many uh, situations. But tell me about this match, guys. I
2: think Bianca is just about done with this title run.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, I said this on the predictions and I, I maintain it. This Miss WrestleMania and they, this is the first time
0: they said
2: it at Wrestlemania on actual television and before that's just been me they called, they said, here's with the 3 people Miss Wrestlemania, they brought it up they know what they have and I think that that was more important
4: mm-hmm.
2: than getting the title on Asuka I don't think we're going to have Rhea, Bianca at 40 mm-hmm. with both of them being champion I don't even think we're getting a title unification I think that was setting up Bianca challenging Rhea Maybe at Mania, maybe someplace else. Uh, later down the road. UFC I think, I think 297. It, yes, UFC 297. <laughs> I do think that <laughs> Bianca's going to lose the title soon. I'm hoping it's Asuka because she definitely deserves it. Yeah. See it being an Alexa or whomever else. Uh, if Trish really is turning heel and wants to go full on back into it, love to see Trish with the world title one more time. But. I digress. I do think her title reign is just about done. I just think that they needed one more win. Um, and I think they gave it to her because they wanted to keep that mania streak alive. And as they should, I think it's an important streak. She's a great face for the company.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Great face for the brand WrestleMania. Um, so I had no problem with that. Probably this was definitely my you know second or third favorite match of the night. Uh, probably third, if I'm being honest, as much as I love Bianca and Oscar. Um, so, it it was phenomenal. I really loved this match. Um, on another card, like on a not WrestleMania card, this would have been like match of the year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is really. There's a good lot of really. Good my good matches some people people me. are sleeping on this match. My opinion. Watch it back. This yeah. was a good match.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it, really it was. Was, yeah it was it was a lot of fun. I like I said enjoyed this match uh as well um yeah i got a fantastic entrance you know you hear the story of the contortionist girl and oh, i know just so, like it's yeah. terrible what happened um people who might have not tuned in or listened to the podcast the, the girl that did you go watch uh, Bianca bianca's contortionist she lost her mother in the morning of wrestlemania um and she still wanted to go out and perform uh with her her team um and she crushed it and it was really cool that bianca kind of let her lead uh, the people when she started making her way down the entrance. So Absolutely. it was a really, really cool moment for Bianca. And it just showed, you know, she's such a great face uh, of the company. She's a great person. Um, she had a great match with Asuka. I wanted Asuka to win personally. I like Asuka a lot, but I understand why they kept the streak going. And I agree with Ryan. I think this was kind of her moment to keep the streak alive. I think if you have Asuka um, you know, continue the feud with her, maybe at Backlash or wherever, uh, she might drop the belt there. Um, but yeah, I think you're just at the moment. Match was great. She delivers as always. There's a reason why now, you know, she's missed uh WrestleMania. She always delivers. She's a great face. But like I said, I think with Ryan, I agree. I think the the reigns coming to an end here, but I think it's, just, you know, because they wanted her to keep the streak alive and, you know, the, the match was awesome. And, you know, those two together, we knew that they were going to have a match that delivered because they're both incredible talents.
3: I uh, I actually didn't think about the WrestleMania streak until you guys just uh, brought it up till just now. I'm a big, I'm a big fan of that. I'm a, I'm a very big fan of that. Uh, I w- going into this match, I thought Oscar was gonna win. I was a big fan of Oscar winning, but I, at the end of it, for some reason, I'm not mad that Bianca mm-hmm. won. Like yeah, Bianca's definitely. a very hard worker. She's a good like it's it works. It works. I'm not mad that she won. Um, but yeah, it might be time for her to h- hang up that title. Um, but my big question is, I don't know who. Should be the one to take it off her.
4: I don't think
1: it'd be yeah, Asuka. Asuka. I don't think it'd be yeah. Asuka. You've yeah. reskinned her. You've made her kind of just creepy. She had her down moment. Now she's going to delve maybe deeper into the weirdness, and then yeah. she'll take it off yeah right. Good pick. Good pick, yeah. yeah. I've like seen it. Alexa Bliss. Yeah. That <laughs> well,
4: just it's coming. Possible. Possible.
0: So this match, it was cool at the time when I saw it. But looking back now, this is actually... I don't want to say waste of time, but I'll explain. We had Pat McAfee face The Miz with the help of George Kittle, San Francisco Giant fan, (laughs) AJ representing. You You already know. So here's the thing. I love Pat McAfee. He's on this wall, but he did not need this moment. He really didn't. And especially when you admit Bobby Lashley and L.A. Knight of WrestleMania moments, just to have a celebrity moment. And Pat McAfee had an ultimate one last year. Yeah. And then he didn't even show up to the second night. Like, now Pat McAfee's turning into Kevin Hart. He's we're getting a little too much of him. But, um, you know, I'm sure that's obviously going to change. He has a baby on the way. But, um, yeah, though it was great the moment, and I liked it, I especially like George Kittle a lot. And I don't necessarily dislike the moment per se, but we, we just didn't need it. And uh, you you really do feel for wrestlers who work so hard all year long and that's what happens and Bobby Lashley's big moment is walking around with his trophy and LA Knight you know literally wasted TV space for his big LA moment that he just never got though it was a cool moment especially yeah. when you're AJ seeing your tight end get there and hopefully he wasn't going to get an, another injury I didn't, into it. And, uh, I, didn't, I didn't even know he was there I, like going in like I didn't even know he was at the stadium
1: Huge fan of wrestling. Yeah, uh, yeah I love yeah. George Kittle. he was on. Was he on the he was on the pre show day two, right? yeah. yeah, yeah. He's on the pre show, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. on the pre show. I was like, damn, this dude. Once football's done, I'll have you on the mic. Uh, he's he he's
2: great. Hey, is George Kittle going to the WWE? There's a whole article about it on the Daily DDT by yours truly. Mm. Check it out, huh? mm-hmm. George George Kittle and celebrities in professional wrestling. Look it up, Daily mm-hmm. DDT.
1: I could see it. I I, I think he'd be awesome. I think you'd be a natural. Rather. So do I. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. How'd you feel about the same? We'll start with AJ too, especially seeing your guy there.
3: Yeah. Uh, Matt, like, like you said, I, I kind of agree with you where um, I didn't, re- I don't think I re- really needed this, you know, I think it was just yeah. kind of filler. Um, I feel bad for The Miz. I feel bad for The Miz. He keeps, maybe he likes this kind of stuff. I, I don't the, know. The, like it, it, it's, it's like yeah. his
1: role now. It's yeah. Like, like, I I mean, it's maybe li- at, maybe yeah. he likes
3: it, but it's just, I feel like. He's getting beaten up every night. Like maybe it was just one <laughs> night at WrestleMania, but now it's two nights, and he's getting beat up both nights. I I, I, don't, I, I don't know what it is. Maybe he whatever like, keeps yeah. catching the
1: checks, you know?
3: Yeah, right. So I, I don't know what it is. I thought it was cool that the Miz had that little intro where he was doing the little singing, and he had Maurice, and they were doing the whole yeah. Hollywood stuff. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was awesome. But um, yeah, my boy George Kittle coming in, hitting him with a sweet tackle. That was a little, it was a little bit stiff. I might say though, it was it was kind of stiff. Um, Pat McAfee, I love him on commentary, but I, like like Matt said, I don't think we need to see him wrestling all the time, especially in these like two or three-second matches. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it, it was something we can just skip.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. I would have skipped the McAfee moment, and I would have used that moment for LA Knight. Yes, I think yes. That would have gotten a really good pop of like, right. oh, who's going to come out? And, you know, you use it on L.A. Knight, who was like, oh, I'm going to have Pat my resume mode and you get Pat McAfee. And that's why I feel bad for L.A. Knight, because I feel like that slot would have been kind of perfect. Of like, Especially in Hollywood? Yeah, yeah, especially in Hollywood. I know he's a heel. Like, he has a tendency, but he's beating up another guy that everyone hates probably a little bit more <laughs> than L.A. Knight. <laughs> I would have definitely used that uh for ellie knight's moment of like oh no one's gonna come out and bop, and that it's him and everyone's like oh of course ellie knight's gonna you know he's, yeah. he's gonna try to one up the Miz. so like i said unnecessary moment um i love pat McAfee too the Kittle stuff was awesome like you know like i said just the stiff hit but i like that i'm like that's kind of baller that Miz ate that um but yeah like i said i would have used that for LA Knight's moment, because I think you would have gotten a really cool pop from the crowd if LA Knight started coming down after that. Yeah. set of Pat.
2: I actually think it should have been Bobby, but I agree with everything. Just mm. yeah, because yeah. uh, the, the heel facing Bobby's a little yeah. bit more on the face side than LA Knight is. Yeah. Um, although, we've heard the edge hits. I want to say... Uh, if you guys have not seen LA Night, he's not was not called that in NWA. Uh, if you saw, if you see, him, he has this promo, Shoes of a Champion. It's very funny. <laughs> I'll send it to you guys later if you haven't already seen it. Very funny. Champion. Check it out, Shoes of a Champion.
1: Uh, I think I might have seen yeah. it, but I would
2: definitely uh, rewatch really it. Uh, so uh, I'll say I think Bobby would have probably been better than Pat McAfee, um, or frankly, than the Snoop Dogg Improv. They could have just sent Bobby down to the ring when Shane, that too. Yeah. When yeah, Shane's legs gave up. Um, I don't know. I think in general the celebrity use it made sense because of the Hollywood. But I think you could have used Snoop still, like you did. Kittle yep. could have still been involved, mm-hmm. yeah, in a Bobby moment or an LA Night moment. Like you could have still done that. And Pat McAfee's a celebrity, yes, but also not really to us anymore. Um, You know, he's had a couple of matches. He's but he's wrestled on NXT. Yep. Like you know what I mean? Like that's not big time. Uh So yeah. Us, he's the wrestling personality, uh, which in fairness so is Shane McMahon. Um, but I agree that these quick little things for Pat McAfee, it makes sense. I, I don't want to malign Bad Bunny in this way. It makes sense for like Bad Bunny, who has been very impressive in his short bursts. I don't know if he's like a Logan Paul and that he could do this for real. Uh, he's yeah. just very good for a celebrity. Pat McAfee is more like a Logan Paul. Pat McAfee can kind of do this for real, not as yeah. good as Logan Paul, yeah, by even a but little. bit, solid, yeah. But he's like he's solid. Like yeah. you know, the, his match with Adam Cole in Undisputed Era in NXT, all that stuff was good. Yeah. Like, just genuinely, it was good. So, if you're gonna have him wrestle, make it a little more like meaty, you know what I mean? Don't make it a squash. We don't need him to squash people, yeah, he, right? He's more interesting when he gets to actually fight. Uh, that's my opinion anyway, but that's that's all I had to say on the two celebrity pro- programs. I thought they were fine. Uh, Snoop is a national treasure for saving that segment, but it could have gone to real, you know, real wrestlers who hadn't yeah. had a moment
0: yet. <laughs> Seriously. And then, you know what, good time to hit the Seth Rollins and Logan Paul match. And that was a lot of fun. Thank God Seth won. For somebody who ultimately, (laughs) beyond everything, who's there week after week after week, he's been the MVP for WWE all year long. And boy, if he lost to Logan Paul, that really would have put a damper on his reputation. But the right guy won. And a stellar match. Another very good Logan Paul match. And I just keep saying it. His contract's ending, so we don't know where he's going. But the KSI surprise is funny. But I called that. Feeling,
1: feeling. I called that, and I was so happy. Because we're like, oh, is it his brother? And I was like, it's either his brother or it's KSI. And I was so happy it was KSI. Yeah. I thought Jake as well. So okay, so. yeah. I was okay. like, it's either Jake or it's KSI. When I saw it pop the... It- ripped the mask off of his KSI. I cracked up. I'm like, yes. His face is so is funny. fantastic. It is so KSI awesome. is so unserious. Yeah, he is yes. so, <laughs> it's so really serious. Funny. And that's why I made it so he's just in this giant bottle and it's his like, face right it's, when he was like, it, look at me. I was it, it. Like, like, oh my God, this is brilliant. It is brilliant. Like, no serious face in the bottle, just typical <laughs> KSI <laughs> yeah. grinning a, like face. Yeah, he was perfect. It was mm-hmm. amazing. It's funny, it fell right on top of him too. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. go straight through a table. Great way to take a hit, Kesa. Go straight. Just sign up the walk in a bottle mascot and then get body slammed by your your business partner through a table. You
0: couldn't have any more cushioning than that.
1: Mm -hmm. No. I think we
2: should talk a little bit now, though. Logan Paul, for as selfish as a lot of wrestling fans say he is... (laughs) He's put over most of the people like he's put yeah. over half the people he's fought.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Logan Paul has.
2: Yeah, he's not yeah. golden
1: shoveling anyone. No, he's, he put over Seth. He, he put, lost yeah.
2: to Roman. He did beat the Miz, but yeah. so did Snoop Dogg. Every, everybody, everybody beats everybody the Miz, beats yeah. Miz, Matt is gonna beat the Miz after he yeah. beats Austin Theory at WrestleMania 40.
0: <laughs> oh, just as everybody uh, wants to see. Yeah. WrestleMania yeah. moment. Um,
2: yeah. yeah, everybody, everybody beats the Miz. So I mean, like, that's not a big deal. Um, so I just think that. He gets a lot of flack, and he plays a good heel. So honestly, keep it up. But he seems to be doing this like legitimately. He, again, yeah. he's he's, he's never has he ever he's never won at WrestleMania, right? Well, he didn't. Uh-huh. Even- oh, no, he's oh, no. yeah. yeah, he's one yeah. and one at WrestleMania. Um, I don't know. Like, I think I think he's doing a fine job in the ring, and also I don't think he's like they're like taking opportunities away. Uh, he no. gave Seth the win. He gave Roman a win, like you know what yeah. I mean. I don't think he's taking opportunities.
1: Yeah. No, I, I think all. he. It looks like he belongs in the ring. That's yeah. the important thing. It's that not is taking opportunities. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's yeah. not the. It's not like oh, like this dude just like doesn't know what he's doing and he's just there because of his name factor. He actually looks like he belongs in the ring, which is what yeah, I was telling.
2: Real stories. Exactly. Like, it made sense that he didn't beat Roman Reigns. Yeah. Like he's like, yeah, no, of course I'm not going to beat Roman Reigns. He's the yeah. champion. It yeah. made sense he didn't beat Seth Rollins. Like Seth's yeah. one of the best on the roster. You know yeah. what I mean? Like these stories have not been. Logan Paul ego yeah. machine, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, he's told okay. them very, yeah. very yep. like, you know, well, he's told them in a way that makes sense. Yep. Yep. exactly. I, I appreciate totally. that.
0: Appreciate totally you, Logan agree. Paul. Yeah, fan of the pod. <laughs> <laughs> for real, for real. Then we had the team B L T take on Damage Control. Even if this is the last time we see Bailey part of it, that match was okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I give it just a okay, Sam. Just okay. I mean, is getting up an age. Trish is getting up an age. Yeah, uh, right. So it's not like peak, you know, where they they were. There was a little couple clunky moments there, but luckily they they rode the wave and they got through it. Uh, yeah, it was it was fun, but like I said, just just okay. Nothing like you know. Earth-shattering. I do It was what I kind of this expected. I'm Not going to
0: really remember this match.
1: No. Yeah. No no, no. 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 Trish looked fine. I thought, but yeah. Yeah. Like, Trish, Tr- Trish did, Trish did, did look fine. Yeah. Lita was kind of the one me. that was a little <laughs> clunky. At yeah, she was a couple moments where I'm like, yeah, you're kind of showing your, you know, age Show her age a little bit, out of shape. Yeah. Like you know, not in you know peak ring where she was a few years ago when she made her first comeback, where she was looking solid in the ring. Now it's a little clunky, but again, expected.
0: Fine yeah.
1: match. Yeah. yeah, good match. I'm good man. match. Yeah. Just, the, just okay. Just the, just okay. Stan.
0: <laughs> the women's showcase <laughs> was just okay.
2: <laughs> Worse than BLT. BLT yeah. at least had yeah. Trish and lead it. Yeah,
0: that's
2: true. Rhonda showed up and just did one move. Exactly one
0: move. Yeah. 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 She looks like she does not care.
1: She just wants to be home on the farm. I think that's she's where heard. she wants to be. I think yeah. she's hurt. I think she wants to take some time off. I think she's kind of showing that she wants to be back home for a little.
0: Oh, we'll see you again, Ronda. <laughs> I don't know if this whole Ronda Rousey WWE experiment exactly been successful.
2: It hasn't
1: not been successful. Yeah. Like, so I don't think it's Ronda been a Rousey, failure. I just don't think it was what we expected.
2: Without yeah. Ronda Rousey, we don't have a women's main event. That's period. true.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: I love all of the horsewomen. None of them are convincing anyone to do no. a women's made event yeah. without yeah. Ronda Rousey. Yeah. So if for no other reason than Ronda Rousey opened that door for some of the most talented wrestlers on their yeah.
4: roster... It that, was, is worth it. that is worth it to me, yeah.
1: Like I said, wasn't what we expected, but she did open some... She laid some trails to get things done for the women's division, which we all respected the other day. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. We'll
0: take that. And then the final match to discuss... Was the men's showcase, um, not arguably another major surprise with all the, all the flippity flippities and the Braun Strowman eating? Shit. And uh, what do we think <laughs> about this one? That was that just was like wow, Ricochet just showing that he is the most elastic person, alive. and Gable, He's so, Gable,
1: Gable, yeah. Gable, and Ricochet Bro, like both, show, they, yeah, yeah, like, that was crazy. They're like both so severely underrated. It's crazy to me with Gable, especially. Every other wrestler that, like, talks about Gable talks about, so like, him so glowingly that I'm like, how is this dude not have seen, like, a slimmer of a push? There's like, a like dude, he works hard. Everyone loves him. Like, everyone in the locker room is like, dude, I will get into the ring with you right now if you want to call me out. Like, they, that's how much they appreciate him. And it showed again. And like I said, Ricochet, I think, is just severely underrated. I, like, in the back, I feel like in the back with, like, management and production, like, getting him... A push he's so athletic it always has a great spot no matter what he's in he's such a talented wrestler they like seeing those two at least put out a little bit of show even though i wasn't like fully invested in paying attention to this match i was like at least those two are having some really cool spotlight moments so that's what i was really happy about because i feel like a lot of people severely underestimate the role that at least gable has in the back and when he's always in the ring with other wrestlers
2: i was real impl- impressed with angelo dawkins yeah, 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 that yeah. that tackle to Braun was nasty. Mm-hmm. He made George Kittle look like he was Pop Warner with yeah. that hit. <laughs> oh my yeah. God! Did
0: yeah. Angel Dawkins? He's a D one power. D yeah, one player. Sick.
2: Yeah. I'm just like, I think someone, I think he's been watching TV and he's like, man, everyone wants Montez. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, yeah. he's like that. they're not going to so forget much, about yeah, me. Yeah, I, yeah. I will not be Marty Jannetty. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I refuse to be Jannetty. <laughs> uh, and I think it's working. I've been, I've been real impressed with him the last few weeks mm. And at WrestleMania in that showcase. I was constantly like excited to see Dawkins wrestle. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah. Uh, so I hope if they do split up that we get. Dawkins is something he's yeah. the face he's the heel maybe they're both faces maybe they're both heels move to different shows I hope Dawkins gets uh, some solo action um or at least a new tag team partner um they that, that don't stop just using him because that he's impressed me a lot and he impressed me a lot in this match too um my Viking Raiders didn't win <laughs> uh, my, not my Viking Raiders my pick of the Viking Raiders didn't win um because apparently these matches had no stakes as we saw when the women picked someone yeah, right? different to yeah. be the number one contender. Yeah. <laughs> Literally the yeah. next one. Yeah, pretty
4: much. Yeah.
3: I, I, thought, I thought it was a really good match. Um, I didn't really care for going into it, but some of the spots kind of got me invested with, like, just like you said, with uh, with Dawkins, with that with huge, huge tackle on Strowman. Um, I've uh, been really impressed with Ricochet, and I think he's really underrated, like uh, Alex was saying. Um I, I just think the way he sells and the way he can perform with his body is just, you know, I saw him back in uh, when he was Prince Puma. I don't oh, know if you guys I love remember watching Yeah, like, he was the man back then. I think yeah. him with a solid push, him and Gable, I, but I don't think that's going to happen with the V-Man yeah. back in town, you know? Yeah. I'm
1: very oh, afraid man. they might get – They have the, the moment yeah. They might have had the yeah. ricochet moment a little bit, a couple – like last year I feel like a couple of times when they had Ricochet first up where you're like oh he's getting the push and then all of a sudden it just got like scrapped he just, like tossed yeah. it out they're like yeah this it's not working yeah and then,
3: then, then they it's threw him, him in like yeah. those little
1: tights and they yeah. just made
3: him like lose yeah. to everybody yeah they it's made no him like
1: not athletic for a little bit like they, there yeah. was a moment where they like yeah. stopped making do like aerial stuff and I'm like what is the game plan with Ricochet right now <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he
3: really?
1: wait till Shorty G returns at Wrestlemania in six, <laughs> six oh, years <laughs> to
2: start his story of redemption he has to lose to Roman though first because of adversity
0: Good oh point. My God, man, can you imagine there was at some point with the return of Vince in a fantasy world where it's just like, Vince, if you legitimately lose, you are out for real. Maybe that will redeem everything.
1: I don't know. I'm nervous, man. There's people on TikTok already ready going, you know, with this, all this Vince news. My buddy sent it to me before. That it was like me watching WrestleMania 50 in 2034, and the person hits play, and it's a Roman intro music, like fucking <laughs> they won again. Like I'm just like, oh god, this is. I will say <laughs> we did forget a match, Matt.
3: Which one? And you've done you've done this twice. The now. best match. You missed you, you missed it in the beginning in the first part. They're they're going to start <laughs> taking <what's up. laughs> the, the, the best oh, yeah, match on night. the card. And I'm not. I'm. A, I'll
2: I'll be your wise man against Theory and Miz. I'm not stepping to Brock or Omas. So you're on your Brock. own.
1: At WrestleMania
2: 40 against Brock and Omos, tag team. <laughs> that's that's when
1: we all walk away. We're like, you know, we're all like looking like we're going to fight for Matt and we're just going to turn around and sprint, dead sprint up the ramp and be like, you're on your own, buddy.
0: I'll take them on, literally <laughs> combined as a ton. But, yeah, Omos versus Brock Lesnar, which um, was pretty cool, which was fun. Um, Brock fun. pulled off it's the F5. Fun. Seemed like he legitimately punched almost. I mean, he was fine, obviously, but his sell—I don't know if he was selling or he really thought he pinched a nerve on his lower back. Four hundred fifty pounds, and he was able to pull it off.
2: That's why he was so grumpy on Raw. Yeah, yeah, that's
0: why he's mad. Pinch
2: nerve. Yeah, we just wrote the story, Matt. Oh man, like that. I said,
0: I yeah. seriously—that yeah. image of him flipping off the crowd—I'm pretty sure it was Vince telling yeah. him, "You know what? I'm
1: back." I might hang that in my work. I might hang out with my, that in my work office. You put like mood and like have it hidden. And then when yeah. I'm in that, I'll just flip it. And it's just Brock. He
0: literally off. comes out again yeah. a third time <laughs> just to flip us off. <laughs> Legitimate but,
1: savagery. Yeah. That maybe was because he was flipping everyone off because that was his, you know, how everyone the reacted to him, to him uh, fighting Omas and how all of us could <laughs> care less. Yeah,
2: yeah, It might have been an action. Omas oh, yeah. and Brock was better than Cena in theory. Oh yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, 1, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was just weird, at least for me, for Omos to be filled as like this next big thing, and all it, oh, oh, it took was him too- to eat one F five, and we <laughs> call that it really his good song too. Yeah, it was just oh. weird. that was the weird. That was the only thing that it took one F five to defeat. Ah, uh, yeah, but I mean, you yeah. can't give him more than one. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. babyface Brock,
3: you know what I mean? He's just—he's yeah. hard to beat.
2: He's hard, he to, is beat. hard to beat. Babyface yeah. Brock is just a man. He can't pick him
4: up yeah. twice. And Comes now Omos is, like 80 80 times.
1: Times. Omos is regularly to is to squash people until it people like care about it until it's like the one wrestler he squashes and then everyone's like, oh okay, I guess we gotta care that. This Omos really is the great Kali again. Yeah, yeah great a Former world champion. But, but at least, uh, at least, Omas. He held it is like, wrong too when he picked it up. He had yeah, it upside down. Yeah, at least, at least, Omos <laughs> is more fun to watch than I have to say than Great Khalid. Like he's at least a little bit more athletic, yeah. and he's he seems like he can handle himself in the ring. Great Khalid was just slow and just <laughs> bizarre. I you love know, him in the yeah, longest yeah. yard. Don't get me wrong, love him in the longest <laughs> yard. But yeah, as a wrestler, no. Put me as your giant person to be on the to line The Longest Yard. million bucks. Perfect. Great <laughs> casting. When I saw him in that movie, I was like, this is what Great Khali was designed to do. Like, amazing. <laughs> Not to be a wrestler. That's awesome.
0: Yeah, that's how I, Adam Sandler introduced me to the Great Khali mm-hmm. first. There's so many wrestlers in
1: that movie. There is. Yeah. Literally, the, all, like, most of the cast are wrestlers. Yeah.
0: Kevin Nash. <laughs> Kevin Nash is in it. Yeah, Stone, Nash Nash is it.
1: Really Stone is Cold. Stone Cold. Bob, is Bob, is Bob in it? Right, no. one of the oranges in it is Randy's dad in it. He, he might Bob be. In Did not he not play like around. a guard uh,
2: or something? Yeah, he was a guard. I think Bill, Randy uh, Goldberg, the, rather, is in it. Goldberg's yeah. in it. yep.
1: there's a whole ton of wrestlers in yeah. that movie.
0: That's a fun movie. It's real fun. It's fun
1: I really watched it like a few weeks ago because my fiance never saw it, and so I was like, here, and then I was like, these are all the wrestlers that I watched growing up that are all in this movie. Joey
0: Diaz. <laughs> Joey Diaz. Yeah, wrestler, i was trying I to see.
1: Not a wrestler. I'm trying still to
0: see. Still the man, though. Still the man. Still yeah, the man. not a wrestler. Damn. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, this was as action-packed as it got. I appreciate you all going through this. And the numbers show that these WrestleMania, uh, this, these wrestling podcasts, are big hits so expect some more down the line like it was a really great weekend real week so uh some good stuff ahead gentlemen and i really enjoy talking all of this and uh we'll see what the future brings and let's check in on backlash and see how this all unfolds and for the first time ever do some AEW shows while we're at it as well
1: yeah i'll get you guys all invested in AEW now that i mentioned it before so Keep on tuning in or tune in to AEW occasionally. People, you know, it's fun to watch. Just saying, pay per views have been electric lately. So I hope you guys all kind of tune in occasionally. It's that price tag. It is the price tag. tag. It is the price tag. Which
2: Endeavor might throw on WWE. So, you know what I mean?
1: Supposedly they're not right away, but I wouldn't be surprised if a few years down the line they do do it. So just everyone be aware. They said not right away, but if that's the case. Yeah, they got the a UFC TV. TV deal, not cheap.
2: They got a TV deal. Yeah. Yeah, they got yeah. to keep. As soon as yeah. NBC re-signs that TV deal, yeah. they'll be like, "Oh, by the way, we're pulling out of your Peacock." Adam. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a mess. So we'll see. But it just—I know they said initially they're not gonna—they're going to keep obviously that TV deal with with Peacock and the streaming stuff there. So it looks like not right away. But people are people are speculating that maybe down the line, once you know that deal either expires or whatever the case might be. The pay per view prices might uh, you know, hit hit the motor load and UFC ones are not cheap, everyone. I think they're going for like eighty bucks per pay per view oh, right yeah, now, give crazy. or yeah, take. Prices are crazy. Yeah, yeah. So something to be on the aisle for. It. Hopefully it doesn't yeah. happen.
0: Maybe that Disney Plus or Saudi deal wasn't so bad then. <laughs> 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 I'm kidding. I'm kidding. All right, guys. No, cool. I'll talk to you guys soon. Some good stuff ahead. <laughs> All right. See, see you guys. Bye-bye. Later. Man, I knew once Roman retained the WWE Universal Heavyweight Championship in that dramatic one, two, three count, I knew this was going to be an all-timer podcast in terms of emotion and reaction. And Ryan, AJ, and Alex brought nothing but that. What an incredible show by you guys. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the Productive Conversations podcast on all podcasts and platforms and YouTube. And don't forget to check out exclusive content regarding this show across all our social media platforms. We're on Instagram, at Productive Conversations Podcast. Twitter, at Prodcomapod. we on TikTok, at Productive Conversations. But also check out our reaction to UConn winning the men's national championship in college basketball. Amazing stuff there. A real celebration. And yeah. I just want to thank everybody's support. What a successful weekend for this podcast in terms of viewership, impressions, and social media. You guys really stepped up, and I appreciate all the support and checking out our content regarding our social media platforms there. All our WrestleMania content hit our goals, and yeah, there's just more great content ahead in terms of wrestling. And Dolo is huge into UFC and the other combat sports, so he will really uh, play a big role as we cover more combat sports. We've only done WWE, but we will do AEW down the line. We will do UFC, and we also will do some boxing in there. So Dolo will take the reins on that. So really exciting stuff with this show and just adding to our repertoire and growing this brand. But seriously, what a great show by Alex, AJ, and Ryan. Can't wait to see how this all plays out. And I just want to take this time also to wish two incredible people happy birthday. One The amazing Sam Anchari, one of my best friends in this world. I love you, bro. Thank you so much for being one of the greatest people around. And then I want to also wish... My brother Brendan, a happy birthday. Brendan St. Brown, the very first guest on this show. You know how much I love you. You know how much you make our family proud and keep doing the amazing things you do. I miss you, and I can't wait to hang out again soon. We will be back next week with some stellar content that you do not want to miss. I hope everybody has an amazing, amazing weekend. If you're celebrating Passover, happy Passover. If you're celebrating Easter, happy Easter and just enjoy the great vibes. Spring is here. Warm weather is coming. And let us enjoy the great vibes of sunshine and the good life. Thank you to Alex Young, Ryan Page, and AJ The Man, a.k.a. Anthony Fernandez, for contributing to this stellar panel reacting to all the wrestling this weekend. Thank you to Dolo Ren, a.k.a. Alex Jesus, for his work as the associate producer. And I want to thank you, the greatest fans and listeners in the world, for always tuning in and supporting us. My name is Matt Brown. I am the host of the Productive Conversations podcast. Don't forget to check in on your friends and family, and we will see you next week. With some more productive conversations content. All right, much love, everybody. Peace. All she needed was some. All she needed was some-